What's up, everybody? So I am going to be the host of your Apex After Hours show this week. Uh, usually I'm here joined by Fallout, but he's in Greece right now. Having a lot of fun, a lot of good times. I'm sure he'd yeah. love to be here. It's Chrono. Uh, this week we have some very special guests. We're going to be talking to a bunch of the LCQ bunch of winners here that I'm going to be competing against at LAN. We're going to have Timmy, Designful, and Lou. Uh, Design will be the first repeat guest we have. I'm excited to talk to these guys. They're all extremely hype. I'm sure it carried over into today. Tons to talk about with the LCQ. Lots to talk about with uh, just some of the regions, some of the other regions, LCQs. We're going to talk about the split two playoffs breakdown, some of the pools that are there, and just, you know, roster mania and the overall state of Apex Legends. So I'm excited to bring you guys with our, our guests on board today. And how are we all feeling? Doing good. What's up? <laughs> Doing great. Doing great. Okay. So obviously, you guys are extremely hyped from the other day. Uh, First thing I want to say is just congratulations to you guys. I think if there were any teams that people were rooting for, you guys were absolutely in the top. Um, I think the the first thing that we're really going to talk to is just, um, obviously, Timmy. You Or actually, the first thing we're going to talk about is just uh, DNO. So, Lou, obviously, <laughs> you've been through a lot here, um, you know, with, with, your, with your squad, some of the things that, uh, you know, you've been through. You left Lanimals after some hardships. Um, you know, Dupe has been out of the scene for a little while. I, I, I talked to him yesterday. It's always so hype. I think he's one of the most favorite people in the scene. Just when he gets he gets hyped, he gets, uh, you know, just the, the Dupe comms, man. I, I don't think there's anything yeah, like him to have in your ear. It's different, dude. It's different. Uh, came um, to you guys. Obviously, you guys lost Koifel to Sentinels, which, you know, you had, uh, you had a team with him for a little bit, and then you had a last-second pick up Senox. So you have clearly been through a lot, you know, a lot of last-second changes, a lot of turmoil, but you guys pulled it out. Um, so kind of what was the what was the team environment like for you? And uh, I think just kind of get some thoughts real quick. What, through LCQ, what was the team environment? Like just, with me, just, and Duke? you know, like when you picked up Senox, it was kind of last minute. What was going through your head with that pickup? Was it just something you were comfortable with because you've teamed with them a lot? Um, you guys have had a lot of history together. Yeah, me and Senox are like, our chemistry is, is good. So, I mean, I knew that the, pro the problem was, was that like, um, if no matter who we wanted to pick up, we were sort of like stuck. Um, we had to have enough CC points, which me and Dupe, even if like we could pick up any player in the world and there wasn't another player that had enough CC points for us. Okay. Like, we couldn't make LCQ without Adam. Xenox. Wow. Um, and that's and that's because he had a spot with uh with Hill from last Pro League when they played under OXG. Um so he had a spot in LCQ because of that. So me and Dupe wouldn't have been able to play. Koi sort of carried us in CC points. He had he had a ton. I think he had the most out of every CC player. So Okay, so we that... picked up Adam because like it was the obvious choice. Like, okay, we'd we'd be able to play in LCQ, and if things didn't go well, like uh, well enough, I guess we we would have still had a pro league spot next next year or two. So, um, yeah, uh, it sucked losing Koi, but there wouldn't have been a better replacement than Senox because of like uh, our chemistry. It's just weird though because like two years ago, like it was, we had this like rivalry with Duke um, <laughs> because of the mill contest. That's like the most. Yeah, that's that's right. the craziest you guys thing think to me. You would have like, made it with Koi. Uh, actually, not because I don't. I don't think I like. I, not saying that Duke they, IGL'd, right? Yeah, Duke did IGL. He was still IGLing. We could have made it, but I feel like we were more likely. Yeah, I know exactly. That's um. Duke was saying that losing Koi was sort of like a canon event. You know, something that like we couldn't really avoid, and it was good for him, but we didn't know it was going to be good for us. We thought it was like devastating for us because I mean everyone knows by now that Koi is insane. So, yeah, Koi had wrong. one of the most insane clips I think I'd seen on online in quite some time or on Twitter yep. in quite some time in comp, and that's really kind of what put his name on the map for me. I mean, the guys already have impersonators on stream. He got Hal, he got me, mm -hmm. and just his fake friendly quest. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was pretty hilarious. But in my mind, like in, in some of the things that have happened in my own history, 
when you are stuck with like that last second team change and you pick someone up, they obviously, you know, you know, Adam's a freak. Like he's incredibly talented at the game. You've teamed with them for such a long time. It kind of takes some pressure off of you at the same time because you're like, all right, we've kind of been through the ringer. We've gotten the shit under the stick multiple times. We have no pressure because we just had this last second change and it kind of gives you some relief mm-hmm. going into these uh, these big moment games just because you have everything to gain and really nothing to lose as a team just because of all that turmoil rather than, you know, some huge name team that has everything to lose. Yeah. I mean, you think it's that way though until like us in group stages for, for LCQ, like we're, we're playing like shit. Like, and like you, I thought going into group stages that uh, we were just going to dominate, you know, it would be easier than finals. Like that's, that's what anybody would think, think, right? Yeah, but it's just not. I thought the last land, but it wasn't that way for us either. So exactly. It's it's just like you, you feel like you have a grasp on like what is right and what's wrong or what's, what's good and what's bad. And then like you go into group stages and you're getting shit on. You don't know if you're going to make finals. You go into finals and you start dominating It, 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 like, it doesn't fully make sense. But um, all I know is that like we weren't about to qualify for finals. We were about to have to go through losers. And then uh, like me, Dupe, and Adam had a talk, and it's like, dude, it's LCQ. Come on, like there's not like there's only like six or seven amazing like really great teams in LCQ. So like what needs to happen is we need to just play confident. We need to play confident yeah. and make sure that we're like like just running these lobbies down. And we went in finals, and I think Dupe got his footing because he hadn't competed in so long. He got his footing, broke the ice, and like I mean, that was just like one of the best like IGL performances that I've been a part of. Like I've never like like it just felt right. He he played yeah. really well. So no, I was I was enjoying every moment. I was watching you guys play. Yeah. Just the passion in the comms and everything. It's the passion, you dude. guys. Oh my it, god, it is the passion. You know man. you're about to win a game. I mean, like if you like yeah. anybody who's like played with an IGL that has that sort of passion, you know you're fucking winning this game. When you start hearing this motherfucker screaming and his mic's cutting yeah. out, so speaking, like, you know you're winning this game. <laughs> no, for sure, bro. Speaking of that, we actually have the winning clip of when you guys found out uh that you guys qualified through the lcq so we can pull that up on stream kind of watch that with everyone oh, real quick best, it's kind yeah. of just you screaming a lot so but it's, yeah. it's super hype that's <laughs> no, the best i might have been dojo i mean bro we could one off that that been, if dojo. that's dojo we won if that's dojo we literally got second is it me or i can't hear a single thing oh my god no, was that actually it? Was that actually a dupe? Was that it? It was Dojo, bro. We fucking made it. Hello? Yeah, right. can you hear me? We, we can hear you, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I'm saying, like, I can't hear the clip. Oh, yeah. Maybe like... you have VMix muted. That might be why you can't hear the clip. I can hear yeah, it through that. Give me a second. Let me see. <laughs> You're good. Okay, so regarding that clip, did you know at all or have any indication before that 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 was them? Because obviously everyone's watching the kill feed. There's only two teams, I think, on match point at that point in time. Was it even going through your head or was it just straight up focusing um, on what the objective was? I don't know. I I like to pay attention to that type of stuff. Like, I like to, I, I take pride in the fact that, like, you know, if like pretty, like almost 100% of the time, I'll be like, someone on my team will be like, yo, there's a solo in the game. I'm like, no, there's four squads. It's seven with 21. It's impossible. There's no solos. Or like, I'll be like, yo, this is E8. I'm like, no, I just watched them die at the beginning of the fucking game. It's not E8, you know? So I take pride in like, like paying attention to that type of stuff sometimes. But there, I, I was just so locked in. I was so immersed. Yeah. That, like, no, I, mean, I had no clue. I mean, obviously, I was like, I, I was questioning it because I was like, I didn't see them die. But at the same time, I don't know if I was paying enough attention. But I actually like when the game ended, I turned around and Carrie was behind me. She's like, I've been paying attention the whole time. That was Dojo. <laughs> like that had to have been them. And so, um, yeah, once I realized that it was them, I was like, okay. I like literally was like, so relieved that we fucking lost the fight because yeah. I knew that if we won it, that we would have 
maybe uh, not. Like you, things could have been different for both teams at that point. They, you know, you kind of say that in the clip too a little bit. You are just like, if that was Dojo, we we're good, we're good. And I, I was like, yeah, the exactly. one indication is fucking design full with the Peter. That's how you knew. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, one hundred percent. Dude, yeah. did you yeah. see the tweet I retweeted of Dupe? He said, no. "Please stop yeah. using the Peter." No, and I didn't of see course, that at all. That is literally the way that we end up going to champs. He tweeted the day before. He's oh, like, Yo, "Please stop using the repeater." And then yeah. I end up getting the entry knock on him in that last fight, and it's no, all the chance. It's like you did legit like 600 damage just to me with Peter right there, right? Well, that was you like holding me at the head glitch, right? Oh uh, no, that was enemy. I flew up to like bait you over the rock. Oh, that was okay. Okay. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, still, I, wa- I watched guns just stupid. I watched the POV of both of them. They just don't miss with the fucking Peter. It is just oh, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I designed yeah. like before, like we like all the teams wiped. I swear he hit like three shots on you, then two shots back to back on someone else. I think mm-hmm. maybe Xenox. I was just like, Dude. I couldn't beat him. I was like, what is going? And then enemies like, yeah, they are not coming right. I have right. I was like, All right, yeah. man, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna shoot left and I'll get the KP with design. It was no, no, I, I, I literally couldn't peek the whole time. I just couldn't. Yeah, so we'll get into your guys's uh, team in a second here, but your guys's team is so like the dynamic of your team is strange because Timmy, I think. For you specifically, like you, you always have the confidence to make plays and make pushes. And then design is playing more of a semi anchor role, which I feel like kind of grounds him a little more, um, especially with the Peter. Like he, he isn't always the one entering. So he's doing a lot of the damage. And then you're using mechanics to kind of get in close, um, get some damage, do like either you get the pick or you don't, but you get in, get out and kind of keep them hiding. And then designs constantly like the, the angles that he was taking in that last fight were so good because it was constant damage and then he would move it, was, it kind of reminded me of when i i used to sign back in the day like i would never want to take the same angle twice i would shoot once or twice on my sniper and then go reposition instantly because they're they're backing down healing you have those x amount of, you have those four seconds on that battery to go get a new angle someone else pushes up and you guys were just taking such such great space in that in that last fight which really capitalized uh your team throughout the entire tournament because i was watching you guys on the mini maps and some of the rotations that you guys guys had it was it was very we're going to take the one fight that we need to, to win the game and then go big with either kills or, or, you know, you took the right plays. And it was, I was very impressed with just your IGLing. So um, overall, I kind of want to talk a little bit about that because there was a, a video that you posted uh, about four months ago and I watched it. It was your vlog. I know you even mentioned you don't vlog much. Um, I know this is kind of like, it comes full circle. I can't imagine kind of all the emotions that you were going through. So we can kind of start with that video. And then talk a little bit about uh, just you and your team and, and everything that went into this LCQ and what it means. Of course, yeah, I'm done. You know, when I was younger, I always wanted to be a pro gamer. I think I am at that point now. I have only a few days to look for a team and sign up. There's also things like people comparing me to others, people saying how is it fit to be an IGL, being saying like I'm not a good pro player, just pretty much doubting me. Everywhere I went, you know, people were constantly saying something about me. Like, I'm too scared to do this, or like, I, what, what happens if, the, you know, this happens? Like, fuck that, you know what I mean? Like, I think I'm just gonna really just go for it, you know? At least I know, like, myself, I tried to attempt it, you know what I mean? Like, I try to go for it, you know, rather than being too scared to even tr- start it, you know? For my community, yeah, this guy's who has always supported me. <laughs> Thank you. I would not oh, let you down. I'm not muted, my bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Timmy's team might win this game. 3v3 versus Dojo! Oh my god, there we go! 2v3! And Dojo makes land! Dojo makes land! Oh my goodness, they do it! He 
crazy. <laughs> it's so good. Like I swear, like I'm getting, I'm getting like emotional watching that. And it's not, it's not just because of the full circle. It's also because of like, obviously, you have such amazing people in your corner. You know, like you have a group of people that were pretty much right behind you. It seems like they were watching the tournament almost from behind your shoulder. They instantly came in, kind of congratulated you. I'm sure they've been there for a lot of your journey. Um, what was just going through your mind in these, uh, just when everything came to be? I saw the emotions that kind of came out of you. Uh, just kind of give us a little breakdown of that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think in general, like, as we were playing LCQ, you know, that was kind of like, like I, I don't want to be, like, thinking negatively always but you always have to think about the negative outcomes always and you know are we truly going to be able to qualify for you know champs it's top two teams out of 40 teams it's not like these people are you know bad or anything they're obviously people coming from the previous land like furia and just also old you know pro players that i used to compete against so i mean in general like i knew that we were doing good uh, we were playing really well in scrims uh i believe that you know enemy and design are really fucking cracked so i had the confidence going in but i didn't think i had the confidence in myself really because i haven't been in the scene in a while and you know just everything in the past so i was very nervous uh day one was pretty pretty obvious i mean like you can kind of tell like based off just how i was playing how i was aiming i just missed a lot of a lot of shots um i didn't i didn't really do too much on the games that we won and the games that we lost i mean like I just felt like majority of the times it was mainly like my importance in the in the team was just to call the right stuff and like the like the rotates and the fights, but also design was like you know co IGLing and doing most of it too. Um, day two, I was like, yeah, like I'm just gonna be a little I bit. Hit him like, with the goggins day two. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, over. yeah. Day two, <laughs> that locked. was different. That was different. This guy I, dropped a nuke. Yeah, yeah we, we can talk we about crazy. that in a second. We went crazy day two, so then that was a really like like big. Just like relief off the chest. I was like, okay, I can actually play now. I can, I can have fun. So then day three came around. I was nervous because I was like, uh, you know, the things that you can go into your head after dropping like a huge nuke that, that second day, you're just like, wait, we actually could win tomorrow, you know? And as it was happening, I, like, I was so excited. I was so nervous. Like my hands started shaking, the tingly feeling and uh, everything. And once it, once it like really happened, I just like was, really like features because like i just couldn't believe that it was happened it happened like we i just qualified for a land that i in my opinion thought i would never be able to go to and um i mean the, the, having like obviously like aileen my girlfriend and you know bronzy just like always like being there and like supporting me from like the side uh it, it you know it's very like heartwarming and like it feels like i've accomplished something because like seeing seeing them react that much as well and being happy for me uh like felt really like like i did it you know like validated. i actually like, it yeah, validated yeah, it's, like yeah. why you why you did this in the first place yeah so that's that's definitely how i felt yeah it like comes back to like what lou was talking about earlier like he was saying how they were getting like uh like not doing so well in the groups uh i mean winners it was like once you're in that, that winner's group it's all like just nerves and like overcoming those so like so many teams are able to break that mental barrier in the group stages because you're just like, like I have two chances. I have two lives. Who gives a fuck, you know? So if you're able to convince your team, that's why, like, the group stages are crazy. And, like, you, you just got to take advantage of that. But, like, once it gets to finals, it's just a different beast because people will play even more scared. That's their last life. They're playing with their last life. 
and so much is on the line. So like, I mean, we literally even had it like game one. I, I felt it like we were, our comms were a little like our comms are always wild and we talk very fast. And then like people even ask me, they're like, dude, how do you guys understand each other? But like, I could like sense there was like a little bit of a difference in it. And I, I like said something about it. And Timmy's like, whoa, 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 chill, 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 chill. Nobody's nervous. Nobody's nervous. But like, I, I wanted to like call it out because like, if you could just recognize that and like, just, just talk about it and like get over it. Cause like you can't, you can't trick yourself out of those, those feelings, those nerves. It's something like you have to like, you have to laugh you have about. To believe, you have to calm. Yeah. Like, you have believe, to believe it. Believe you have to yourself. truly believe it. You can't trick yourself. No, so. I, I, I think that's, that's one of the biggest things I even like. So it's funny because at the land, I flew with TSM right before the land and um, Verholst is there. And he even talked about reading like how he reads some books and like trains his mind to just prepare for these big moments and these big tournaments. And it, it always stands out to me because I've had nerves at every single event I've really ever been to. Not, not nervousness. It's I'm anxious to play. Like, and it's yeah. as soon as that shakes. countdown starts, as soon as that countdown starts of the first game of every tournament, like, you you get those nerves and that feeling it's like all right like we're here like this we're doing this that game one starts but then as soon as the game gets flowing and it gets moving like those go away yeah, like there's there's no outside noise that gets in it's it's all work Some it's all break here under you it, and your teammates it can make or break it and, and that's like the one of the con- like uh excerpts i read from a book that he had i'm trying to i don't remember exactly what the name was, uh, was but it talks about the fear of failure and it's like the fear of failure prevents more of us from succeeding than any opponent it creates conditions that keep athletes from winning because the greatest people of all time are never fearful of winning. Like they're, they're going for that goal. Did you just make that quote right now? No, it's, it's, it's in this book. Right like I'm, I'm literally like, this is the, I was getting pumped up reading this and I took photos of certain pages out of this book so I could read them before I went on stage to play because it's the truth. It's like, um, it says, what, where is this at? It's on here. Um, the one of the paradoxes of sports is that the fear of failure actually makes failure more likely because you always have those thoughts. Like a lot of people will get to that final moment. They'll get to those top two and they'll be like, okay, maybe I don't deserve it. Or, or I'm here. I made it this far. You know, this is good enough, but it's that extra hump that you really have to get over to the capitalize. Good as well. They've been there. Lou dupe Senox. They've all been there. So they, they sick. They've thrived in that finals lobby. Timmy literally before we even started, I was like, Timmy, you stream to football stadiums every fucking day. Like everyone else is going to see the live stream, like the main broadcast and be freaking out because they see all the eyes on them. You're going to have more views than the main broadcast. Like you, you've, you've done this before a million times. Like we're chilling. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it's not like the numbers or the amount of people who are watching that makes me nervous. It's just like, re- like the, like, like, you know, you said like the, the fear, fear of failure, you know what I mean? And it's just like, maybe, maybe for me, it's like, I've, in my eyes i failed a lot in the competitive scene so it was just like to put all that hard work to finally like become like really good and then now actually have a chance for success to fail when i have that chance for success is you know like something i was afraid of and that is probably why i played worse than i expect uh i wanted to yeah so i I, and i think this also like as as amazing as your story is to me and and going from where you were to where you are and all the ups and downs that you've had in your competitive career you look at design as well who's really been through it all you know he's been through it all he's he's been at the top he's been in the ringer he's had his name kind of smeared and said that he's the problem and now you know we have an image of design posting something about how difficult this has been for him and this guy's streamed over two thousand hours this year already and if that doesn't talk about dedication and, and wanting something and really putting your everything into it then I mean, look at the you, hours you know. of the other two on the last team, bro. Somebody had to carry the fucking boats. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
there you go. And then I, I went over. You. Then I jumped over on on Timmy's and enemy ships, and they were already fucking carrying it. I was like, whoa. Let me just hop in here. We're chilling. Yeah. Punch a bunch of holes in the E8 one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot there. I'm sure that that we could talk on. I know that I know those guys are already. I'm sure uh, a bit dragging yeah, themselves through the mud right now. I know everyone's cool. Everyone's cool at the end of the day. I'm sure at the. I'm sure they're also proud of you and happy for you at the same time because you guys, you know, you guys are all part of the same group and uh, it's just, it's just, it's pretty cool to see all that. So um, I guess we can go to the scoreboard, talk a little bit about the LCQ, talk about some of the teams that were participating in this. Uh, a lot of the teams that people were rooting for. My picks, just going into it, obviously, I, I thought I thought Fury was going to have a really good chance. I think Stallions kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and then I thought Madness and them were going to have a very good chance as well. And then other than those two, I oh, had, so you, didn't I had you guys. No, I had you guys up there as well. I, I honestly thought you guys, after your... All right, listen, after you guys dropped 82 kills and 137 points in winner's finals, I believe it was, like, I don't know how anyone could have picked you guys not to be the favorites going into that finals lobby. I think after that, it was more of a toss-up, but I think the confidence showed in those winner's finals... Um, where you dropped all those kills, and I was hoping that that was going to carry over, and it, it seemed like it did almost right, almost right away. So, I mean, let's let's be real though. Like there, this LCQ was six or seven teams that had a chance, had a shot, and like it was going to be those six or seven teams. It wasn't going to be anyone else. Uh, and uh, all of it. Go ahead. Oh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I interrupted my. That's my bad. No, you're good. You're good. Go ahead. Right after that. Oh, I was just gonna um, say. Oh, sorry. <laughs> did you want me? To, did you want me to go? Because I sorry. just go. Just okay. go. Okay. I, I was just saying I totally agree with. <laughs> I totally agree with Lou because you know it's just like it was very clear what like those top teams are, and you know like those are the only ones with the shot. You know, and that like in my opinion, some of them just kind of like, got unfortunate because they lost you know their their third, and it really put like a major setback. So then once those happened, like. Um, they just didn't have enough time to practice and really get like all those like chemistry going on. The, the the small mistakes that like you know we all know, uh, like the synergy and like you guys understanding each other will be there like really fast sometimes. But then like dude, when you play a tournament, you make these small mistakes. Like bro, guys, like we can't be just, like what what we're professionals here. Like why are we making this small mistake? But it's just because you guys haven't played with each other. And like, I mean, it kind of showed a lot on like for these teams that we expected to qual, and I mean, the ones that have been together for a while, in my opinion, have done you know quite well. I think at the end of the day, storyline wise, it definitely ended. It was perfect. The, it was perfect. One of the best yeah. ways. It could yeah, not. I yeah, I, don't I mean, think... but that's me. You saying this, like being the ones that won. Like, yeah. of course, it's perfect. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, for like anybody who's so like involved in comp, like I don't know, man. Like, I think your your two teams, Furia and Madness's teams, had the most behind yeah, them. I mean, you had Watson yeah, retiring. There's a right lot before. of stories. Yeah, there's there's so many. But in terms of like grand scheme of things, I think I think this LCQ was just great for Apex in general. Great for competitiveness. It, I think Timmy being a content creator, kind of going uh, back and forth. Now he's full time, like full time professional, going to LAN. I think that gives a, that inspires a lot of hope into a lot of into people that uh, yeah, maybe dude, maybe like thought they weren't men, able like to Noko do it or, and shit. Yeah, I mean, Noko's like, always been about it. Hop out the wheelchair. Yeah, there you yeah. go. LFG, guys, let's get so, it. I'm, Noko's like, already tweeting about how hype he is to compete in comp again. And, it's like, yo, uh, we heard the L-Stars <laughs> getting a buff. I'm back, baby. Let's go. See, like, what, what Timmy said earlier is really important. This one keyword is validation. And, like, that's because validation is extremely important in a competitive setting. There's three types of it. You have self-validation, and then you have validation from your teammates, which is both are extremely important. 
and then there's validation from the public eye. And like all three of us here are experiencing that on a constant basis. Like, um, like Timmy, you said that like you had the, the, the uh, the fear of a failure and, you know, now of course you're, you're ready to deal with the failure yourself because you understand that like, there's a lot of situations where you've succeeded and there's a lot of situations where you knew you gave your best and that's really all that mattered to you. Right. But like, it would suck as a competitor to let your teammates down and like not play your best. And it also sucks for all of the hundreds of thousands of people who support you and like they want to see you there more than anything. And you know that. So this word validation is so important because first step to winning something like this is having self-validation and understanding that you're capable of it. And when you get into these games, sort of like you talked about earlier, Snipe, where like you're fading in and out of consciousness, you go in the first game and you're conscious. And then in the snap of a finger, you're immediately in the next one or you're at least debriefing what happened in that game. So it's the first step is like being self-validated and understanding that you can and you are capable of this. And then once you do that, your teammates will follow. Once your teammates see that confidence and that you validated yourself, your teammates will follow and, and they'll validate you. And then that all just sort of full circles it and your supporters now can watch you at champs in a couple months. They validated you through that. So like, that's like, I'm glad you, you said that because that's like the key word here for all of this. Oh, dude, and I feel like they're feeling it for sure. 100%. And I feel like there's so many teams like, you know, honestly, it's bullshit. All of us had it rough. All of us here. There wasn't a single team out of the six or seven in contention for winning this that didn't have a rough time the past couple months. It's It wasn't perfect for anybody. Like, I mean, there's always the argument, oh, they just got that player on the roster. Yeah, uh, but TSM like, actually paid me to chill out a little bit because we were way too consistent for like two years ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah? Paid you off? Yeah. I yeah. decided to take a little break and like handicap myself. Yeah. yeah. I believe that, bro. Yeah, I mean, I think um, a lot of... Actually, though... Oh. Oh. Yo, my bad, dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll it's like, like whoa, it's like it's like it's like rotations all over again. <laughs> what's going on? No, I want to I want to touch up a little bit on, on what Lou said and the whole validation thing. Like, it's great to get validation from other people. Like, it feels good to get validation from other people. But when you accomplish something that you set your mind to and you are able to validate yourself and like your own thoughts and feelings of accomplishment, it hits completely different. Um, other people are always like, you know, you have your friends. Everyone views themselves a certain way, and everyone views everyone else a, a certain way as well. Like what you see in the mirror is not what other people see of you. So for, for Timmy, for Lou design, like you said, you guys have all had it rough. Like I, I was in that same boat, this last land for me, even getting fifth place, like that validated everything that I can, I came back for is like, I can compete here at, at on the big stage for, for, you know, a land championship. Um, and I had all these other you people came back in my after ear. that Furia clip, bro. That should have me a little nervous for a second. Sure, there, yeah, bro. that was really bad. We talked about that. Listen, they, <laughs> my teammate said my teammate said oh that they should have been there with me, bro. Like I, we should have wiped that. That happened twice over That's the tournament. Insane. We talked about that, and you know, we we hitched out some some issues. But um, yeah, I mean, it just it just feels it's a completely different kind of feeling, and and it carries over into just like an an everyday kind of confidence. So mm-hmm. I think yeah, like- I think it's good to live it up. Yeah, like speaking of every day, right? Like speaking of every day, there's like, it's just life in general. Like there's so many decisions that you make and it just doesn't work out. And you're just like, why? Like I did that and it was wrong. Okay. And then you have decisions where you're like, okay, I may have fucked up here, but it ends up working out. And so there's no rhyme or rhythm to it. But at the end of the day, you said to me in that video that as long as you had control over your own fate and you had control over what you were doing, that's all that mattered to you. And if you continue to have that outlook on it, it doesn't matter who your peers are. It doesn't matter who is watching you or who you're watching. If you continue to have that outlook where like, okay, 
um, I have control of what I believe is to be my destiny and I have control of what my future is, then I made a decision. I was fully confident in it. If it didn't work out, so what? If it does, amazing. And like that's that's definitely like the position that a lot of us, like I would say all six of us on each team that qualified were in. It's like, okay, I took a, a leap of faith and um, it ended up working out. But, you know, if it didn't, I would have been a little afraid. But, you know, at the end of the day, you go next. <laughs> Timmy said he was nervous. I wasn't, bro. As soon as I got on the team, bro, you were fucking nervous. Nah, bro, it was. It's like it's like it's like old it's school. It's bullshit. Like, I don't. Fide, I don't believe assist vibes. Because you remember me and Resulta would run like the scout and the Peter. As soon as soon as they I got dropped, bro, I hit enemy up. Because I know I knew enemy like understood the game at like a long range level, and like I knew that I would just chain together that with him like the long like because like it's all about clearing space this fucking game. So as soon as enemy was down, I was like, let's get it. And then we had Timmy. I was like, bro, we got a mouse and key player that's actually insane. Like. That's like the trick. You have to have at least one. Like all the good teams have one mouse and key player that's just cracked. I was like, "Yo, we can we can do this for sure." Definitely, there was like there was like a couple scrims where we got slammed, but like it's because we just weren't locked. You know, like one day like Timmy would wake up and pop a blue chew and just be flying around. (laughs) Dude would be like, dude would be like sixty meters ahead of us, just like doing entry damage. We're like, "Yo, chill, bro. What are you doing?" Like we just woke up. We're rolling out of bed. Yeah, like, like, not my fault. My, my fucking roller players are like, fucking, dig. they're like, yo, dude, you have a stock? Like, dude, I'm trying to fucking fight this team already. You know we're mean? just but... sitting there trying to get our Peter entry damage. This guy's like, let's push him. Well, I'm like, dude, we haven't even, we haven't even shot him yet. Why? Why are we got to push him? I think, um, there's one question I've actually been meaning to ask you, Timmy. So, I don't know if this is like something that was conscious of you, but uh, something that I noticed in the past is when you had competed, you kind of surrounded yourself with other people who, were not they're not in the same level of like of enemy and design or in terms of they're committed to comp this is exactly what you want you know you teamed with the prizzy and wig who are both you know they've both been doing their thing in apex wig's been in and out of comp as well kind of in a similar boat as you um when you surround yourself with people who were like enemy and design did that kind of change your own mentality as an igl and, and what you were putting in uh just to comp in general mm. i feel like yes but it's hard to say because like once I came back, like my mentality of grinding was just like there. You know what I mean? Like I, I wanted to be there. I wanted to do this. Uh, when I was playing with like Lyric and Asivian, and it, it didn't matter like whether if they were like you know at the level of design and enemy or even like a nice wig or a Prizzy, Like uh, I was still doing really good at that time. Like I was. Uh, that's like when I was dropping like the nine k damage. Mm-hmm. I was doing like the challenge streams. I was just, it felt like I had a lot of momentum um, going on in my life. So I just like, I wanted to be there and grind. But like now, now that like, in my opinion, like I started slowing down towards like CC3 because, you know, like I had to swap teammates, Tempest and then Bronzy. And then once like, I finally got like uh, Design Enemy, it, it was still like just a consistent you know, just like grind. It never made me feel like I wanted to just like, oh, like uh, I'm so like ready. You know, I'm like ready to f- go crazy and go nuclear. It wasn't like that. It was so like I just still constantly stay focused. You know, do my research, figure out how to ideal nah, dude, better. I didn't wake up for scrims one day. He called me like <laughs> 20 times. He's lying, dude. He was activated. Oh yeah, I mean, so I, I called I called this guy because we got to practice because we got we got CC4, bro. We got CC4. My phone fell underneath my bed. I had to like crawl underneath my bed, like have a sleep. Man. Oh um, shit! It's time for scrims. Yeah, but uh, it 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 was definitely really nice that um I had like people to like hang out with every single day, and then always like have um them like 
you know, ready to game, scrim with. It's just like it, it felt like a team because in the past, like you said, like I didn't get the scrim um, on Team Sheesh. Like we never scrimmed at all. I uh, don't like we tried to, but then it was to the point where like, yeah, no, we'll just do it next time. And then it mm-hmm. never happened. And then I uh, mean, even on Golden Guardians, we scrimmed as much as we possibly could, but um, we were just so far behind compared to everybody that even when we did scrim, it just felt like we just got rolled and every single <laughs> win that we got in scrims, it felt like we won a championship, not gonna lie. <laughs> so it, it was just, it was, it was rough. It was rough back in the day. Yeah, I feel that. Okay, so I guess we'll move on a little bit. We can talk about, apparently there was a list that got put out of the six new teams that qualified for year four, year four pro league. Uh, we can talk a little bit about these teams. We can we can show that list to the to the stream and talk a little bit about kind of what's to come for the remainder of the pro league spots. Um, I don't know if we have that available. Thirty seconds. Cool. All right. Yeah. In the meantime, I mean, we can talk a little bit about the teams that we do have so far. Are I believe it's Dojo, DNO, Stallions, Secret Formula, Flat, and Native are the teams that we have right now. And we're going to get that list up in a second. We can talk a little bit about pro league qualifiers. You guys obviously don't have to worry about those too much, uh, which is, which is wonderful and kind of what, what it means to go into that. So a lot of teams, actually it's hilarious seeing stallions do as well as they did. That team's kind of been through it as well. They had a really good chance to win this. Honestly, I know they were, they were probably gutted. Uh, I'm not too upset because they were going to contest via launch pad. So we have our POI to ourselves. What? That, just Retsy's been That's through nice. it, man. That guy's been through I think they're doing great. So much, and and he's been back and forth and uh, kind of similar to Timmy in terms of just in and out of comp. Uh, now he's back in pro league again. So those are my dogs. It's good to see Funk's mm-hmm. back. Funk's in Slayer's uh, up and coming. Did, as did well. you hear them after game one win? Oh no, I didn't. Gosh. I didn't. Was there were there comps? Dude, just, just you got to hear up? Funk's reaction after the game one win. Dude, you. I, I meant to watch it. It sounded like he was underwater. It. You remember when Dupe used to like scream and it sounded like he was underneath water? It was <laughs> used to. That, that, like he still does. It like, does. <laughs> he still hasn't fixed yeah. that. No, yeah, no, no. That's, that's soon, how uh, Bunk's mic sounded. As soon as y'all won, I tried to try to hear y'all's reaction. Dupe just cuts out. It just like disappears. Oh, no. no, it's it's like you you hear the initial uh like. I guess you would say how loud he is. Yeah. And then it like goes away for five seconds and then he's screaming, but like on a different word. Yeah. Like after it comes back and you're like, what the fuck? But like, you're, you're with it because it's passion. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I mean, that, that happens in, in game too. Like that happens like when he's calling things out, but like, I don't, as long as I have a sort of an no, idea of what he wants to do. Before it was bad. Uh, dupes was bad before. Yeah. Like, yeah it would it be the I think start, he fixed it a little bit. It would be the first verse vowel and the last one. And you're like, <laughs> yes. what? Yeah, I love it. I, I love it. I think it's the best thing ever. Great. Um, so we have like the the two pro league spots. I obviously think Nick Burks and them are, are going to go ahead and tripods will get one of the pro league spot invites. Uh, and then we have four spots up for grabs from the pro league qualifiers, uh, the winners one through four. And then I think the four highest points after that are the remainder of the spots. Did you say Nick Burks was going to get an invite? No, I, I said in terms of like the two, because apparently there's two teams that get invited through like... So you're just assuming that shit? Direct invites. If I had to pick one of the teams that was going to invite, I would think tripods. I mean, they were really close in the, uh, in the pro league to make them? it... It's because I'm phased with them. No, no, they're tripods, not phased, remember? Mm-hmm. They're co- two yeah. completely separate things. They're not related at all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like no shit? No this shit. guy's leaking. This guy's leaking on the pod. I, 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 dude, they don't like me either. Trust me. I feel like I, feel, I haven't been invited to any of the play tests, none of that. So, you know, I, I'm on the outside. All right. 
I don't, I don't I don't think they will. I don't I don't I have no clue who they're going to invite. I don't think they'd invite. Did you Tripods. expect them Just, in the finals? Like in that finals I lobby? I think maybe they'll Did I expect them in that finals is what you're asking? Yeah. Um dude, I, 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 I don't know. I mean they're so like they were so hit or miss. I feel like when they're cold, cold. I feel like when they are doing good, it's like, whoa, like okay, you know what I mean? For sure. I definitely think I, I saw them in the finals lobby, but with how things were going on the first and second day. I was like, ooh, I don't know. I don't know if they will be be able to, you know, bounce back. I think and bring this rank system is what screwed them over. Because like the, before, they used to rank all the time, but like with this new rank system, uh, not many yeah. people have been grinding at all. So like they've yeah, been kind of like branching out. Like a lot of different people have just been like variety streaming and doing different s- stuff. And I, I think yeah. that kind of uh, hit them a little that's bit harder. De- that's definitely a thing. Yeah, that's that's definitely what happened. I didn't even think about that. Um, they got so much better by playing ranked together. Like grinding ranked together is a huge noticeable difference. Rainbow that Seller? is true. Oh, I was I was just gonna say that I I just personally have no clue who they're gonna invite because like I wouldn't think they'd invite tripods because I don't think I don't think a lot I think a lot of people will be unhappy about that. Uh, I think that'll be like a more of a more of a criticized thing than a, a praised thing, and I feel like there's more room to invite like um, people who otherwise wouldn't have an opportunity. But that might be something that's also criticized. If anything, knowing Nick, he's definitely going to want to do that. Like, uh, what is it? The the preseason qualifier? Yeah, the pro league. Yeah, he's not going to want. He's not going to want to get the invite. Yeah. No, do you think no he would even accept it? I don't think the invites would go out until after that. Honestly. Uh, uh, so. so like, make or break. Like, okay, we didn't make it anyways. Like, we might as well accept the invite type shit. Yeah. I think he would accept it. I, 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 would, I think. I, would I think it. they'll all hop <laughs> I mean, on. <laughs> Hell yeah, I would accept. Yeah, but well. like he Definitely. doesn't need it though. Like he's chilling. Yeah, but what about his two teammates that he's that, that are signed to the team? I mean, they it's don't not fucking just, you know, need it either, dude. They're chilling. Gent I mean, and Deeds are both obviously like household names at this point. They've been around for a while. They're both very talented players. I mean, of course, I would I would like to see them in pro league. I, I still think they they have a, some room for growth. Well, then they need to fucking make it in no, in brawls. You know, I, I would like. To I don't see think them we should be fucking inviting anybody. Qualifiers. I don't think we should be inviting anybody either. I think everything should be done through the preseason qualifiers. I think they should. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll just be like making hella money on CSGO skins and shit. So, I personally think that's a mistake. I don't think they should invite anybody. There's no way you can make anybody ha- like <laughs> everyone happy take. with any decision that I, you I, like. I, literally, I, I, we could put together any player or any person that's ever existed, put them all on one roster, and if you invite them, there's going to be someone that's unhappy regardless. And I mean, that's just like we want to avoid more of that, right? And why? Why are we inviting people? I mean, there's like it feels so. Um, it feels so backwards because there's so many other things we could be doing that would impact directly the community way more positively. Yeah, I definitely think like instead of just inviting two more people, why don't they just extend those to like from from the, the finals? Top four to the top six points, right. overall points. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're not winning one of the four pro league like pro league qualifiers, and then yeah, you're like, not top you six in points after that. You don't deserve to be in pro league. I'm sorry. Like, right, like exactly. if, if you ended up getting like tenth or tenth in overall points, then you get the direct invite. That's completely unfair. I think, I think that rule for the invites is in place in case something really crazy were to happen. Like, let's say Hal wants to pick up two new teammates, they're not going to not have TSM inside pro mm. league. Like, I think it's more so for a fallback in case something like that happens, rather than just picking a team out of a hat and giving them the spot. Um, that's at least how I would view that thinking about it uh but two still seems yeah. high maybe one is a ma- is a type of max but uh two just feels kind of like a handout at that point like you can almost bet on your on your following like if you have a big enough following that you might get the invite just based on something like that but i mean it's all speculation at this point 
Let's go, Timmy. <laughs> yeah, dude, I knew it. Even if we like shut the bed, the LCQ, I was going. So I hopped on the Timmy wave. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it. I'm auto in pro league. Okay. So uh, I guess we can kind of move off that a little bit. We can kind of start moving on. Uh, talk a little bit about some of the other regions. We have EMEA, APAC North, APAC South, and South America, who all had their pro leagues as well. We can talk a little bit about some of the teams in these. Um, I mean, I'm not super familiar with a lot of these other regions, but I do recognize some of the names on this list just because they've been at previous lands. We have Lacite de France and Go Next, um, which were the two EMA teams, and I'm pretty sure LCDF won the tiebreaker against Entropic, which is just a heartbreaker. I can't imagine not making it to land based off of tiebreaker. Um, those rules are always just kind of heartbreaking, so... I feel feel for those guys. Um, APAC North, we have a household name in Crazy Raccoon and North Epson, which, I mean, I, I don't think you could ask for two better teams to make it back to land. North Epson has been there twice. Uh, Crazy Raccoon's been there. I think these are amazing teams to have. They have a large fan bases and just uh, some hype about that. I think North Epson's actually in our pool as well um, with with you guys, uh, Dojo. I think you guys and North Epson are, are the two teams. Are sick, man. They are, I was man. watching They're, their Newcastle gameplay. Dude, their Newcastle gameplay is inspiring. Like they yeah. want, they they made me want to go play Newcastle. Like it's yeah. it's super fun watching them play. No, I think. I, I mean, I, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead, please. I think that that just that play on the armory is just going to be forever remembered, right? That was North Epson, right? Yep. The play on the armory against Furion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, agree. I mean, like, the armory that, that absolutely changed. Like, I mean, griefing has always been a thing. Obviously, like um, regardless yeah. of what tournament. It's I remember in, everyone you, was sitting there and they're like, "Dude, what is his teammates right. are landing North Pad." What's going on? And then Question. you just see him fly out off the map and everyone's like, yeah. he's going to craft him. What the? Yeah. Do you think that was BM? Was that too much? Furia was in 20th place at this point. Was that was that too much? I feel like that mm-hmm. strat was, was... I mean, I thought it was a, a fantastic strategy, but of all teams to do it to, it just it just felt like it was kind of well, pushing their they, face. They wanted their POIs. Was yeah, that was perfect. I mean, the thing of what's so funny about that is that like... As simple as it may seem, I don't think it was really about the loot. Like, I've I've never seen anything like that personally. And if I'm Furia, I'm like, Furia. dude, are you fucking serious? It's, I'm gonna be like, it's mental. Yeah, it is. It's mental. I'm gonna be like, like it's they could have literally landed on us and killed us in that situation. If I'm Furia, and what would have made me more tilted is them taking my armory because I've never seen it before. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? They, dude, they yeah. took our armory. Like, what? How is that even yeah. real? And it, like, you're mm-hmm. thinking about that for the rest of the game. There, there, so. there's so many, there's so many things uh, behind what they did for sure, and like Flu said, and it's like, you know, if you're just like a couple like cells, you know, lower than usual, bats, armor difference, attachments, you know, it. I agree. Like, if they just landed on them, they'd be like, yeah, we were fucking, you know, twentieth, whatever. Like, we just they they did that to grief and to stop us, but that was just like, like it is constant spiraling in the head. You know what I mean? And no matter how much it's, it's the smartest grief. Yeah, yeah. No. it's it's like it's like a design said earlier. It's something that you can't just like like lie to yourself that you're not. It's not like annoying you. You know what I mean? It's an annoyance. Yeah. It's like an annoyance that's gonna be there. And if they do lose, then it just like spirals down into like more things. It's messing with their head without taking the risk of giving them three KP and snowballing a big match. I definitely think it opened the door for a different style of almost like mental warfare in a sense of of what you can do and kind of brainstorm because no one else thought of doing anything like that of griefing to that extent. I mean, you can you can uh, craft banners at any point. So do you send a freaking 
player to take a 1v1 at the beginning of the game for a point and just then craft his banner. Like, what, what, what kind of other strategies are there that are available yeah. for, for this type of player to of sit ideas? in the corner? Uh, yeah, so like, I was going to say, why don't we just have, um, why don't we have somebody, let's say, you land nearby, have two of your like, roller players land on them, try to 2v3 them, they'd lose, just craft them back and reset and do it again. Just keep setting it could them be up. like a, a strat for contests. Like if you know two people are contesting in a lobby, just play a support character, drop it's them not, over yeah. to go third party. Yeah. You know what's in. you know what's so funny about that is that I like was so inspired by that play and just thought that was like like awesome. And so I messaged I think his name's Satuki, the the IGL of the team. I messaged him, I was like, dude, that was fucking awesome. Like that was <laughs> awesome. Everyone loved that. Like, you know, it doesn't matter what team that is, it was still like like I like we just said, it was completely foreign to griefing. Um, and he's like, dude, our coach, man, he's, he's really just an asshole. Like that's what he said back to me. And I was like, no, dude, it's like, I'm not like, I'm not like ragging on you or anything. Like I was saying that it was great. I wasn't being sarcastic and he was just like, oh yeah, thank you. It was just funny because like, I think that doing something like that on, in front of so many people, when Furia has so many fans, like you can understand how that can maybe negatively impact, uh, like how people perceive that team now, you know? Yeah. I think I think a lot of people were just taking it out of context because they were the team that was one of the like they were in twentieth place or nineteenth or twentieth. So people were thinking of it as like kind of a, a like rubbing in the face, someone while they're down type of thing. Yeah. But I didn't have any issue with it whatsoever. I thought it was brilliant. Um, they were trying to mm-hmm. make sure they were out to get their drop spots. They yeah, I thought I spots. thought it was brilliant. So uh, honestly, hats off to them for thinking something like that. And I'm you know I'm happy that we have them back. Uh, and then NTH is actually making it back to land without the Resi GG who they had at this previous London land. So that's pretty cool that they picked up uh, someone last minute and then made it made it back. Um, and then the the notable we have a notable from XNY who apparently got fourth place with a thirty or they won the game had thirty one kills in game seven to rocket themselves up the leaderboards. Which I just found this out. I, I thought I heard about it on social media, but I feel like. I need to go back and watch that game. I don't know if people in my stream have already watched that game, but 31 kills in any pro player, pro player lobby is is extremely impressive. It had to be like one of those situations where like everyone's just like, "This is our shot. It's game seven. There's f- like four people on match point. Like we got to run it down mid." And they just got third parties. I want to watch that game. I know that's 40, 43 kills is. I mean, for, sorry, 43 points is just an insane amount of. Because once you start getting points. up there to those like game seven, game eights, when like people aren't on match point, like, and there's already like five or six teams, the teams in the, on the bottom are like, dude, we have to get it. Like we have to get the match <laughs> point. Like we have nothing to lose. So. That's that's definitely like from the beginning of Apex, one of the highest kill games in a competitive setting. Even the if you guys remember the open qualifiers back in the day, where you were playing against fucking Timmy and Tommy, and like you yeah, were the just round running of it down four sixties and stuff. Yep, yep, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. even those games, I didn't see people dropping more than thirty kills like very often, and that's because more than likely, like there was other people running it down in those lobbies too. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. I can't imagine what situation that could possibly be because even if you did kill thirty-one people. Uh, how did only fifty-seven other people what kill? Did, what, what was their overall math points? On that? Snipe, do you know? Uh, I think they ended up fourth place overall. So this didn't even actually get even them. after that game they got yeah, fourth place. Like, yeah, in yeah, general, they didn't, they didn't general, get top ten. Game eight, the tournament ended, and then uh, like how was that possible? Yeah, they how ended was fourth with sixty-three points. So they You're only, they only so they had, had what <laughs> like <laughs> what did we say it was forty-three oh points? God. It was a 43 yeah, point game. 20 points. Yeah, 20 so points in six, or in six games before seven, that. Yeah. No, it was seven games because it's eight games complete. Well, they did it in game seven. So they did they, in game seven. They ended up, yeah, they got, 
You no, know, but and I'm saying I'm saying zero points in game eight. Yeah, yeah so I'm saying eight, uh, they have eight games total, and they only have sixty three points. That means they had twenty points in seven games. Technically, or six, yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, seven games total because you have to add the last one. Because true, they, true, true, yeah. they got a zero pointer too. This is too much for me. Yeah, how is it? How is it possible that a team <laughs> has the capability to set a record like that, but not the capability to get like at least like three kills in every other game? I mean, how is that possible? I wonder, I wonder if they're being contested because if they're getting contested, that's a lot of zero. That can make sense. Zero point games. That can make sure. sense for sure. If they yeah. weren't getting contested, then I feel like they were just they were mm-hmm. nervous, and then that was the one game where they just said, "All right, let's just say screw it," and then see what happens. They did really well, and then the pressure was back on after they made it to match point. So uh, that's, <laughs> that's that's so all, crazy. That's all I can think. Yeah, of. that's insane. Yeah, it's kind of. Um, okay, so this is actually the first show that we've done since the land. So we can talk. Did you guys all take time to to watch a little bit of the previous land? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. So we can talk a little bit about some of the the just some of the standings from the last LAN. Um, obviously, it was North America dominated. We had North America in the top five. KCP was, I think, sixth place. Um, and then just kind of leading it down. Is that is that kind of what everyone expected going into this? I know there was a lot of talk. I think early on in the tournament, North America was looking pretty weak. I mean, day one. Uh, I mean, we had a lot of North American teams that didn't do very well. You had Xed who was really struggling. He almost didn't make it to the winners bracket finals. We almost didn't make it to the winners bracket finals. Uh, it was definitely a, very, a, a slow start for us, and I think it just kind of gets more comfortable in the lobbies over time. But we can look at some of the placements here. Um, I guess who who was everyone's picks? I suppose I, we'll just start with Timmy and then go down to Lou and Design of of what we really thought was going to happen to this land. Is this kind of line up of what we were thinking? Um, it's exactly what I thought. I mean, I, uh, people asked me like my predictions and I said, um, like kind of my top three, I said Dark Zero, TSM, Alliance. And the main reason why I chose those three were simply the fact that they've done it before. You know what I mean? Like they, they shouldn't have the nerves. They, they've been there. They've done it multiple times. They just know how to do it. And it's just about repeating yourself and staying consistent. And those teams in my eyes are just really good and they will always be consistent. Uh, Alliance was uh, added to that list because they didn't have effect, and there was so much hype behind effect of being this, this god gift roller player. So you know, I was uh, I was expecting it. You know, Alliance is also a really good team too. So the fact that they now have their official third, I mean, the dominance that they've had in the past lands, I expected to, to you know not be even better. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not surprised that NA did really well because I truly do think NA. In, in like apex is mechanically at the top um i do think that the other regions are able to actually think you know think of greater greater strategies greater plans um kind of like how like perception was able to come up with that grief like i just believe that they are thinking over there and of and thinking of different ways to play the game but when it comes to turn down to actual like mechanical skill it's lacking compared to like um NA. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I wanted and expected NA to all, be all of top like eight ish. I wish like I wish Optic would have played better in like energy and LG because I want like I want all of NA to be in like top ten. I want like this champs to be all all like NA quals and stuff because I just I truly believe with what with what Timmy said. Yeah, that it's always been that way. I feel like other regions had room to show that they were more creative within their strategy but maybe didn't have the firepower to begin with but i feel like as we progress over time that's slowly fading away i think i feel like 
I feel like NA is becoming more more creative and strategic, and especially with like this example, of, like you said, with the North Eption grief. Like, I mean, that's common now. People are going to do that. Yep. Doesn't matter what region. Yeah, griefing seems to become a completely different now. I, I think. I think personally, it seems as though other regions will have really good showings in the prior rounds. Like we saw Moist turn up in the winners bracket finals. Um, Fnatic was doing really well at tournament. Alliance was doing great in the group stages. But when it comes to grand finals, I just feel like NA has a better understanding of how to get to endgame and and win endgame and just accumulate points um, more rapidly, I suppose, than than a lot of these other teams. I don't know. Oh, if you that... didn't want to ask me? No, I, I'm going to actually thought... ask you a different question because oh, a lot of these teams. Um, I don't want to just have repeat answers, so I'm actually yeah. We're curious. just all going to say. Well, this I again. actually didn't think anyone was going to win, so yeah, fuck my answer. I guess. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you what you thought the biggest surprises were, just at the land, and maybe some like of if you didn't think anyone was going to win, share kind of what your thoughts were there. No, I, I did. I did agree with you guys on uh, the NA. I feel like uh, the reason they did bad in the groups is because it kind of played out a lot like uh, like scrims because we're just idiots and we like fly around and we test our luck. And I think a lot of teams picked up on uh, a lot of the NA team, like teams from other regions picked up on the habits from teams from NA and they like capitalized. They were like, oh, they're going to fight this. They always fight this. We'll third party that. So they struggled a little bit in groups, but I mean, always in NA, never count them out. Cause for some reason in the final finals lobbies or whenever our backs are against the walls, we all lock it in and don't mess around anymore. So like that was super hyped to see. But uh, the biggest thing for me that was uh, uh, unexpected was, Dark Zero. Um, I was really impressed with how how quickly they were able to take Zainu, the goat, my fucking guy, and uh, condition him and get him ready for the, the those land lobbies. Like I don't know what they said to him. I, I I saw I watched the whole first game. They took him to like a top two, and they were like, "Yo, like you see, it's that easy." Like whatever whatever uh, Zero and Jen said to him to get him ready for those land lobbies because it's just a completely different level. It's a different beast. Uh, I was super impressed with that. Yeah. I was actually talking to um, Paul and I actually went to the gym one night and, and Hawkins and, and Yuki were in the gym. I was talking to them a little bit about enemy because it was his first, it was his first land uh, and, and just a little bit about, Is that you? Is that no, no, uh, this was Alliance. I was, I was talking like about, and this works with Zion oh. as well. Like when you, when you have like two new players, you said enemy, are, you said uh, enemy. You meant, oh, sorry, uh, sorry. Effect, uh, effect. effect. Yeah. Sorry. Effect. And then Zion both their first two lands and you go into this and people are like, are they going to be nervous? Are you, are you going to be, uh, have a hard time? Is nerves going to get to you? What are you thinking about? And people are always asking these questions. And for me, it's kind of, this is like a throwback. Cause when you go into your first land, if you're confident in the prep that you did, and in your IGL, especially if you're not the one IGLing, making the calls, you're the one who's like, you're, you're the turret. You're the one who's supposed to go in and get the kills. If you're confident with how you prepped and everything that you did to go into the, into the tournament, you should not feel those nerves that are going to hinder you. The only time that you should feel those nerves is if you go into it unprepped and you feel like you didn't put in maximum effort or 110% to get the prep that you need because the goal for everyone should be, should be winning. So. Um, whether you're competing in your first land or, or any of the lands, as long as you know that you put in the work, then you should you should not have those nerves and you should just feel like you did everything you could. Um, obviously, you can have things left on the table with whatever happens, but they agreed with that. They All these players turned up, and it, it was cool to see them do as well as they did. Um, I guess I guess design, uh, the, the, the question was, what were your biggest surprises from the land uh, team-wise, whether it was a good or bad showing? Biggest surprises? Um... Honestly, I think I think NRG 
was the, my biggest surprise because I feel like they were going for like an approach of like, yo, like we're just not going to let these people know our strats and we're going to come out and fry. And then they got absolutely slammed by the staging not having a beacon ever. Like it completely screwed over so many of their games. Like it, that's just one of those RNG things that you cannot expect. Like it, it, that's something you can't predict. And I feel like they definitely just got unlucky. Um, but I'm curious if they move POIs. Yeah. Wait. So, uh, wait. So as well. I, I, I mean, do you guys I mean, do you guys know if like if had they had scrim like they would have been like okay something's wrong with the POI or was like land played on a build in which they couldn't. I mean, dude, I scrimmed because we were landing staging. Um, for one of our one of our rounds, and even in scrims, we had to play from staging a lot because the other POIs we were going to play from were taken. So we got stuck staging, and we knew within the first two days that something was not right. Like it used to have a ninety okay. percent plus beacon rate. So either someone didn't prep enough, but we knew going into the land that the beacon spawn rate was. It felt like it was under fifty percent, uh, and it, it's because right. of the landslide beacon that got added, and then one of the beacons by Mirage got taken away. So there's a couple yeah. of factors that went into place for it to for you to have that information. So I, I kind of doubt, I feel like it'd be strange if they didn't have that information. Um, just cause I know that they have some of the best analysts and, and coaches over there on, on that squad. Um, I think, I think well, one of the biggest, or go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say that that's just what confused me because like I, just from us playing uh launch site in LCQ, we didn't have any practice on launch site prior to, we just chose it for the LCQ games. And like, just then like that has the same percentage of beacon that staging used to have. And um, I f you can feel it. Yeah. And when you don't get a beacon, you're like, okay, this is like, like what we get it every single game. So if you come from staging, like if they would have actually scrimmed, what I'm wondering is like, could they have avoided that? Because they they're good enough team to go to a different POI and figure it out. But like, they if they had scrimmed, would they have known that? Is my I question. still don't Definitely. think they would have. Maybe they would have tried to like. This is something we did because we knew the staging beacon was so bad. We had, I think it was Fnatic landing landslide, and we chose, we saw how split they were landing landslide, and this is when we were going stage, and we chose to just dive on landslide and take the beacon, because we're playing Loba, we can't afford to not have a beacon with Loba comp from staging, like, you, you just, you can't, like, I'm not going to get caught on edge against these teams with Bangalores and Sears and Horizons, like, we're, we're, we're screwed if we do that, so it was game six, I think, and we... We forced them off of landslide, grabbed the beacon, and we ended up winning the game because of it. Or like, we ended up, yeah, I think we ended up winning the game because of it. And it was just a huge flex drop for us. And that, like, we were paying attention to that. We literally said, if we don't get a beacon, we're doing this. And we went out of our way to do it. So maybe there would have been more strategic thinking behind it for energy. Um, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I, I guess. Gonna, go ahead, Timmy. Gonna, I was going to say maybe they. I mean, if they did know, instead of like actually doing what you just said, maybe they even want to change team comps. Like I know that the whole point of staging is to rotate fast, but if they know nah. that, it may, it, you know, it maybe if they know that they can't get a beacon, and that that like in general, like you're playing, you're playing a certain style, like you're trying to get the zone immediately and just have like you have like, literally the worst loot ever. But like maybe they would have tried something different. Maybe they would have played a different comp and then rotated in playing the edge even though they couldn't take maybe they could have taken someone else's poi like you said or maybe they wanted to stay with their poi but it's the fact that they didn't scrim that much and they just had no time to really craft on what they wanted to do in 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 sweet's defense though like honestly you can't you can't play edge from that poi snipe you know this right 
Your mic like cut you out just, for me right there. What were you saying? Oh, okay. I said you know that you like you can't play Edge from that POI. You'd have to no, get control. You can't. Of, uh, you can't because you because can't. of only because Gosh, of the teams around it's you. Hard. Yeah, it's not even just the loot. I mean, you can play Edge with bad loot. You just have to be smart, right? It's not like the best. Like it's it's bad, but like because of the teams around you, like with Thermal and Fissure, like in Harvester, even you you just can't. But didn't they just go to Thermal and try to just bug them? Because Thermal loot takes quite some time. The question is, would you allow that? Would you have allowed that in LCQ? Uh, I mean, I would just we would be getting bullied, but I, I wouldn't. It, it, I wouldn't know what to do. Like, imagine, imagine, like obviously, it's, maybe maybe design knows, but like, let's say they just do that. Nah, they just do that on. Uh, it's unheard like, of. Yeah, you'd have uh, to. That's a negative rotate, and then you'd have to yeah. like go. Oh, they've done it. That's happened. Fucked us a couple times. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. They it would before, come take but... a couple peaks. TSM would come take a couple peaks. Well, like... that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying though. Like, what if they wiped us? Now they're just playing thermal edge. It's no longer staging edge anymore. They just they take it. They killed us. That's they true. took our that's loot, true. and they're they're yeah. now playing the game as if it's a thermal. Like, if they're willing to take that fight from staging, because you're probably gonna have better loot than they do from thermal, mm-hmm. and you can but hold that's... height. Like you can have one person take the top. There's no way they push across. Like, it's 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 really hard to push down into thermal. It if, definitely if you're aware makes of it, an but... edge like congested yeah it yeah. has an extra edge team to like a side that shouldn't have that team there so those fights like get thirded a lot yeah, yeah it, would, it would it would be like if like the team landed overlook and the beacon got gutted and then they started playing edge from overlook everyone on that yeah, side of the map be. would just be confused like super yeah. confused because that is like that is like the highlighted edge rotate area for big mod and also like launch site and also climate goes through that every game. Like it would just, it yeah, just, at that point, just exactly fight like for that. something better at that point. Exactly. You, yeah. It, right. it does. It doesn't make much sense. Cause I, say, or right. energy has done edge comps from staging and it hasn't worked out and they've had their consistency with more zone style comps. They've run like, I was watching in they the past, swapped like to edge. They they swapped to edge. That, they, that, that game that ended in staging that TSM almost won. They literally had swapped to like an edge okay. comp. It was so, I, I didn't even know that. it was that so sucks. unfortunate, man. Their luck that that tourney was, definitely interesting that's rough but okay enough about that the last thing i want to talk about is um dz obviously won the land zero has now igl'd wins of three of the last four lands in the modern area the first one i think that jmw um when jen burton was sick so he he filled in they picked up him won the land um and they went back to back when jen burton was available and they got 13th at the previous london event um with sharky and then Sharky quit. They picked up Zainu, and they ended up winning this last land. Um, also, there was a recent interview uh, with Zainu on the Apex Experience that you can find on YouTube. I know Fallout, Fallout did that, so I'm sure uh, if you guys want to watch that, uh, uh, check out what the rookie's got to say. Um, one for one at lands is very, very impressive. But overall, um, I personally would have to say I think Zero has got to be the best IGL of the current system uh, of the modern era, just based off of kind of where we're at you know we've had three lands that tsm ones three lands that dz ones i gotta say Whoa. apex is apex has got to be the most consistent br of any br out there that's ever been a thing because no one no like it's it's really hard to have that kind of gonna be pissed. i mean yeah. to be fair like you like ever getting how i drill by imperial how you're gonna say that bro how one watch out the, bro they're gonna be in the streets on your ass. era of Apex before before it was where it's at now. Like it was a completely different game. Winning early on is always different. Like this happens in almost every video game where one team dominates really early on. Um, they're obviously still dominating. They're they're obviously one of the best teams, if not top. They're easily top three team in the game, top two. Um, but like that that has got to be up for debate of winning the last three or three of the last four lands. 
Uh, and I know what you're this, saying this is, is kind of about playing? some hot takes. I'm curious to hear what people's opinions are on, on this whole situation. Uh, but overall, I mean, I feel like it's, it's impossible not to give him his flowers for, for where things are at. I know going into champs, those two are going to have that rivalry going into it. I don't think it, uh, Hal and Sweet rivalries there like it was. It's, it's Hal versus Zero now, and it's, uh, it's a real thing. So I got I, I to gotta just give the flowers. I agree. Uh, I mean, I agree, kind of agree with what Snipe said. Um, I mean, I didn't know too much about Zero in the past because obviously I, you know, I wasn't in the scene. Um, I don't didn't, didn't know how much you know he played or really who he was until more recent times. And after just watching him, like I respect him a lot. I think he is a really great player, really great IGL. The way he thinks and how he like his approach to certain things um, is really respectable. And I I do agree. I think right as of right now, like he's been winning a lot. And he's been able to win with so many like different variations of his team that, yeah, like I think like you could put him on any team and he will still do just, just as good. And he'll even win maybe the next land too. So um, I I think that right now, yes, he is probably best IGL. Um, and in my opinion, I, I, I always think whoever wins land, that is the best team. You know, there is no other question. You cannot say anything about the it. Average switch shutter. I mean, you, you cannot you cannot say anything else about disagree. it, right? Like you won, you beat every single person around you. It doesn't matter what the format is. We're all playing on the same format. Like why? Can, why are you gonna you're gonna be like, oh, well, we had more points? I mean, they had the most points. You know, in every single aspect, they won. You know what I mean? There was it wasn't like they got second in overall points, but they won match point. They just won completely. So it, I always believe that if you if you are the winner, there's no one else better than you, and you know. It doesn't matter. Point sometimes takes a little bit of uh, yeah, for sure. It takes a little bit of luck. For sure, a little, a little bit of luck, right? But you know, you could have you could have gotten the match point faster. There's things that you could have done. You know, you could have you could have played better beforehand to get those extra seeding points. Like, there's a lot of things that build up into match point system that you know you have to take consideration. And I, I truly believe that that team right now is the number one team. And Maybe. Honestly, I couldn't really hear sniped out. Like I heard like a little bit of what you're saying, but like basically what you said was after playing under Imperial Hal and having him as your IGL, that you don't think he's as good as Zero, who you've never played under, and you respect and think he's like the Godfather <laughs> of Apex. <laughs> Is that what you said? I said in the modern era, Zero's definitely oh. got the advantage in terms of of where the game has evolved to. Because it's a lot different. Back, back. How do you early, think TSM fans are going to take that one? I don't really care how they take that one. To be completely honest with you, I'm not really. You know, that's that's not what I have to worry about anymore. Um, I got to worry about my own team, and uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm just, I'm just speaking, okay. speaking from context. I think what Timmy said is actually sure. the biggest thing here. Is it's not like some of the previous wins that they've had, like early on, where you know they were maybe like the fifth team on match point, and then they won the game. You know, they they had the most points. In the whole tournament and got the win on the last game so that that right there speaks volumes of of the ability to slay as well as get the win where in the past it was kind of like get to match point then hope for the win um and, and they have that slaying power on that team right now uh, to match up with with what tsm has as well so it's just it's just a fun rivalry just a fun topic to kind of talk about a little bit because uh there's always <laughs> going to be bias in the scene here yeah i actually have a question for y- y'all three because i personally rip have- it no idea, but how is land? I mean, like, like, what, what should I expect 
inland like i've never played it it, it is the vibes different the nerves like or watch how guys are like scratching their junks and stuff at their setup <laughs> Dude, Sykes that's what we should talk about man. yeah that guy went... yeah, do we have that clip no i'm kidding i'm kidding Sykes' whole arm was in there though that shit that was so funny yeah i was like, dying laughing like what's the temperature like is it hot is it cold like you know like what what is what should i expect in this upcoming land and like how much different is it from just like regularly playing on like my setup you know like is like it is the like the volume's ass and i literally can't hear anything can i like with the when the crowd's you know cheering am i gonna start getting nervous like what, what you know i know everyone is a little bit different but uh it, it is here it's cool to hear like your side of the actual like land you know what i mean like your your like your pov yeah but i guess i can kind of answer this from the most recent land um the setup for me i don't know if i don't know if it's what i'm playing on but it was the best setup i've ever played on um like my my game had it was the only thing installed on the game that and Teamspeak were the only two things on the whole PC. I had zero frame issues, zero stutters on anything. The headphones were the best headphones. I actually had audio for what felt like the first time in Apex, and I, I instantly threw away my earbuds I was using at home and bought a nice pair of these like IEMs that I'm rocking right now because I just felt like I've been playing on such a disadvantage. So the equipment was was what felt like top of the line for me. Um, Did you put like headphones over those earbuds? No, so they they had uh well I just threw away my earbuds because that's what I'm using at home and they were they were they were crap in comparison because apparently the headphones they use on land are headphones they use in like yeah, fighter pilots or like you can't like buy them commercially you have you to, still can't hear shit they're not when the crowd yeah, they're like a thousand dollars or more for each of these headsets like the audio was incredible when you have them on they they they're really tight on your head when you have them on you don't hear the crowd. Like, oh, I hear you, when TSM's you don't fighting. Hear really anything. Um, <laughs> sometimes when I, the crowd erupts, obviously you hear that, and so it gets hype. And especially after the games are over, like if your team wins a game, just take off your headset and just live the moment because the, the eruption of the crowd. Because it engulfs you. That's one of my favorite things about the Apex uh, fan base is some of the like the Dreamfire fans and the TSM fans and some of the fans like they're just cheering for good Apex. If their team goes out early, they don't just stop cheering; like they'll continue cheering just to watch a good gameplay. So, I mean, I think I saw one guy in the sands the whole time with a phase jersey on, and that was on Friday, and I don't think I saw him again after we dropped four zero-point games uh, to start the tournament. I think he just, like, ripped the jersey off and stopped wearing it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, everyone's still supporting it, and it's just a surreal moment. So I kind of, like, especially for sure. especially when you do the walkdowns at the LAN and they introduce all the teams, like, they had practices for those that I didn't want to show up to because I was like, I just wanted to live the moment when it happened instead of like prepping for this moment. I was like, just let me walk down the stairs. I'm high-fiving everyone in the stands. I'm coming down like I'm walking out the tunnel. Um, so it's just a moment. Just kind of take some deep breaths, live it in, um, get some sort of regiment, whether it's a eat, like makes you eat X amount of time. You're like, I have a specific regiment that I do, but uh, everyone everyone finds their way. Just just make yourself comfortable and honestly, just just live it, live in the moment because it, it, it's great. And as, <laughs> as you can see, you know, we have the we have the Sykes clip here. <laughs> He's living in the moment after they realize that they qualified. You know they're good. Oh yeah. yeah don't, <laughs> so basically, just don't shake hands with Sykes. Don't get in elevators <laughs> with zero. And um, there's a couple others, but that that guy we'll, that guy we'll actually it, like, it was like textbook. He went in and then he was like, all right, let me do it, it went real quick. Down and up. And it, yeah, 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 down and up. And then he pulled it out like as if no one saw it. No, <laughs> no, he hit he hit this too. He hit the clap like job job successfully done. Good job, guys. Good job. No Good one job, saw guys. me. Fist job done. He just like he just high fived himself. That's so that funny, dude. 
Um, but about, about like, I don't know. I, f- I feel like it's really hard for me to say anything. The last LAN I was at was like almost four years ago. So, um, and if you remember, like, like Poland was like, I don't know. I feel like that was a land for the players. There wasn't like that. You guys are describing to me this feeling where like you can hear, um, another team being cheered for, but like people, like teams didn't have fan bases like that back then. Like, of course, TSM had a fan base, but like there wasn't enough people out in, in, uh, in Poland for that to like be noticeable. It felt like, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think there is. I mean, how many people would you say were there, Snipe? On the, on the. I mean, sitting in those those plastic chairs. Maybe like three thousand, like total, like total. Maybe not even that much. That's no really spectators. High. People yeah. who purchased to get there, dude. Uh, I'd say no, I'd say probably hundreds. No, no, it's definitely more than that. I mean, there were. I'd probably say like five hundred to seven hundred, like total That's of, saying, yeah, of hundreds, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and so max. But it, yeah. it, it was pretty. It was pretty enclosed, and like, like I mean, I don't know what the venue's gonna look like because we're in Birmingham now. We're not back at the Copper Box Arena, which is what we were before. But sick. if it's if it's anything similar, like it, it was sick, dude. You're like in an auditorium, stands filled out, uh, yeah, all the around. New arena the looks sides. sick. I was we're, looking it up. We're at Resort World, right? Isn't the main mm-hmm. Resort World in Vegas is just insane? So I would assume that it's gonna be insane there too. That's I didn't know that. There, there's pictures somewhere. I was literally looking at it right after they announced it, after uh, the last LAN, and it, the venue actually looks insane. I heard like the city's oh, wow. not that oh, crazy. Oh, that's but sick. There's like pictures that's of crazy. inside. You got to like look up like Resort World like venue or or something. I don't know where I found it, but like it was like, like blue sick. lights everywhere. Dude, it looks so fucking cool, man. The yeah. venue looks insane. So. Oh, I'm ex- I'm excited. Uh, yeah. So that's that's so different for Poland. I mean, I did, like, I attended North Carolina, like, the champs then last year, right? That was last year? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I attended that. But, like, I mean, spectating is a different experience than playing, obviously. So um, my only frame of reference, really, I would say, is just being on the analyst desk. And I was scared shitless. So <laughs> I was so scared. I had never. And also, if you've been on the analyst desk, you're hearing yourself. Really fucks you up bad, like really bad. I don't like. I, I couldn't do with all. it. Like, I would never do. I just because of that experience, then I would never do that. And like, I had so much respect for them after that. You hear yourself. You you speak, and it's like you hear yourself three times because you're speaking, and then you hear yourself, and then it echoes a little bit. It's, and like that, that was so like rattling for me. And I was also like super scared because it's my first experience doing that. So that is my. I would say not even playing, but being on the analyst desk is my best frame of reference to that. And I'd say like. Yeah, it's scary, but I mean, it's just like when you're at home, you, you sort of, you lock in, you become immersed and like nothing else matters to you besides like, besides validation. Yeah. You know, I mean, for, I guess like the, um, the last thing I, I kind of have to ask is like the caffeine, you know, like that you drink throughout, like, obviously I, I drink Red Bull and I, you know, like pace myself, but like, you know, when you're in like the nerves and everything, do you think having too much caffeine is actually a bad thing? You know yes. what I mean? Like, it, it, it's actually like unable to play because you're so caffeinated and the nerves are happening. I think my my personal adrenaline is is pumping when I when I'm at events. Like, I need a couple sips of of some sort of energy. Maybe I usually get like I usually have like a coffee like three hours before I play, and that that holds me over to get there. But once I'm sitting down, like my adrenaline is already pumping pretty hard. So, um. I mean, maybe pick one of the days that you don't play all day because you're going to need more caffeine on, on those days. I don't know how much your your normal caffeine intake is. Like, it, it really is going to depend on that as well. So I have maybe one coffee a day, uh, to, and that to, that holds me over. So, To be honest with you, dude, water will do you just better. 
Water. Just drink water. Yeah. Stay, stay very water. hydrated. Hey, Bobby like, Boucher, chill out over there. I mean, I, I have like, give like, me some like, of that blue, fo- blue liquid or whatever he's got. Cause that's what, <laughs> I can keep me goaded. Some of that glacier free sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, oh, there wow. it is. That's, uh, that's insane. And you look so sick. Oh, that's sick. So, see, I would just love to see every seat filled. That would be awesome. Apparently, um, uh, Beamick just, just messaged me and said that. There is Insomnia Gaming Festival going on at the exact same time as our event at, at the venue. Um, so there's going to be a lot of extra fans. And I've had this happen at like some of the PAX events in Halo. A, a lot of these fans bleed over into the into the stands. And they're going to want to watch just and, and just it. be yeah. a part of that like electric yeah. environment. So if there are that big of stands and seating, I wouldn't be surprised oh if God. they end up opening awesome. the doors to fill up the venue and, and do something like that just to get it more intense. They which should. is only going to make it even better. That's what's so cool about, about Apex recently is that um like i feel like you can have never watched apex and sometimes you know of course it's hard to follow i mean when you're, you're in endgame and there's a cat wall and there's bang smokes and then there's a bang all and there's a serial and then there's a gibby all like yeah you're not going to be able to follow as someone who's never watched it but stuff like that experience we had last champs with paul Varex, like stuff like um like we've had with a team one, they were team burger. Like any person who just walked into the event, never watched apex will definitely find their place and find their favorite team. And like, that's, what's been, that was the coolest thing for me in Raleigh to, uh, to perceive, to like, to, There's to so spectate. Many stories that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, like any person that walks in can just grab one of these teams that are just in the middle mm-hmm. of making that story. Every land, a different story happens. And be a part a of lot it. of them. Yeah. yeah, like that's the coolest. That's the coolest fucking thing. And um, like that's we're gonna be two teams, Dojo and DNO, that attest to that. You know, as yes, as sir. people fill up that that stadium, there's going to be people who who like find sort of their their right team. You know, some people go to lands and are like, I rooted for this team, and by the time I left, like I was in love with this team. Like this is who I want to watch forever now. Well, and then that- you know, go ahead. I was just saying, a lot of that comes from just players interacting with fans as well. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. um, they had a lot of booths set up at this land where five teams would be at these signing tables, and they would have like Apex or EA, whoever laid out these posters to have all these teams signed. So you would start down the line, and you would get you know fifteen plus signatures all right there from some of your top teams. And then just the way you interact with these people, interact with the fans, um, even after the event, like when a lot of the teams were leaving, I made it like my team, I told, I told the guys like, let's just live up this moment. And we walked towards where the front entrance was and just took photos and, and signed a bunch of stuff from anyone who was there. Cause they might not have had that opportunity. And it's just kind of appreciating it, um, making yourself accessible. Cause that's something that's a lot different now is, you know, people can watch us online all the time, but how often do they absolutely get, actually get the opportunity to meet us in person and, and gauge, you know, who we are as people. Um, and have like, even if it's a one minute conversation with us, like that could, that could mean more to, more to someone else than you could ever imagine. And at the end of the day, like I'm thinking I just play video games better than most people. You know, I, I don't really think of it as much different. So, um, it's really cool to see that. That's what I realized last champs not playing yeah. there is like being able, like me and Lou, we like, like us not playing there, yeah. like just talking to the people at Dude. the venue, like people will come up to you all day long and be like, what the hell? Like, how are you doing it? But like, I like from a player point of view you're so locked in on the event that you completely forget you know like you got to take that time to soak it in no i i'm i'm so forever thankful that i didn't have the opportunity to play there because that experience spectating was like completely and forever priceless to me because i met people and talked to people that i hadn't like never ever imagined that people were going through things and that like people like Timmy or people like myself or you design, you could help them out of that. Like I met, I met a guy who said he was, he legit 
was like had just come out of being incarcerated for the past 10 years of his life over like drug charges and and like he's trying to come out of incarceration and change his life and watching us your mic watching my not if you want to okay get closer yeah. Yeah, yeah watching us and watching uh other competitors and being able to follow it has helped him like be able to lead what he believes to be a normal life now like out of incarceration and like if i had n- not uh like if i had the opportunity to play there i would have taken it right but i would have also missed out on legitimately and completely just priceless experiences and, and conversations and and things that that i i would have regret i would have regret playing if i had known about it you know yeah that's so. awesome um I guess if you guys have any closing thoughts on that uh, or the land or anything, uh, if not, it's I mean, it's going to be can... cool seeing people that I saw last year that were like, dude, you need to be on that motherfucking stage. Like, oh, so many yes. people in the crowd. So many people. I was in the crowd every day, just like yeah. chilling. Like, people would come up, ask for pictures and shit. And they're like, that's they're like, you're going to be back up there, man. Like, yeah, the, you have the to be. words that's of encouragement and shit. Like, yeah. I'm going to see all these people again if they go to this next champs. And, like, it's so no, hard. So many people I'm are going to love to design. And that's be like, yeah, so I, I told you a year ago, dog, that like you had to be on that stage. Like, that's what they're going to say to you. And, you know, that I've already had people like say that to me now. They're like, yeah, we met we met last champs. And like you said that you were going to be up on stage. And uh, to be quite honest, I don't like you don't know what your teaming environment is going to be a year in the future. I don't know like what everything is going to be like a year from now in 2024. But like all I knew is that I was going to try. We, literally look, we talked to each other. We're like, we need to get the we need to we get did. up there, man. Yeah, me, me and design literally had a conversation at land. Like, yeah, like I can't watch. Although I like love, like I said, I, I love watching, but I can't watch another one there. I can't go to another one and watch it. No, it just that, won't happen. that was me at the last. I went to the last London land specifically to go and kind of torture myself and say, yeah. like, this it is why I'm again. doing this in the first place. Like, this is why mm-hmm. I'm here because being in the stands was like, like as much as I want to watch good Apex and I'm cheering for people, I was like, this is not the side I want to be on. Like, I don't ever want to feel like this again. So just kind of ignites something and makes you appreciate it when you, when you do have it. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, honestly, great, great thoughts about the, just the land in general. And I'm, I'm just so happy for honestly, all of us because of just some of the stuff that we've been through. Um, so it'd be really cool to see you guys in person and kind of, kind of celebrate the moment until, until we're competing against each other. Cause I know, I know when the, the clock starts, there's, you know, friendships are great, but we're all there for one reason. Yeah, we're landing launchpad. Timmy, right? You already, you already, you already messaged me last night. Or wait, like we're contesting you. We got the strats. Yeah, this guy's nice. Like, yo, congrats, dude. I was like, yeah. By the way, Stallions gave us the strats for launchpad, so we'll see you there. Wait, if you are you genuinely going launchpad or not launched? Uh, what is it on Stormfront? We're going launchpad for sure. Yeah, I mean, okay. I think I think climatizer. I think that's what we're gonna try. We're trying going climatizer. Yeah, I know why. Because a riddle, right? What? What? Riddle what? goes climatizer and launchpad. They want to contest us. They want to. They they didn't touch. I know. Us, we like, I I put in the like group where we call our drops. I put uh, in one of our groups where we can't play uh, the POIs we wanted to use LG. I put that we're going to go launchpad and climb as well. So it's like a three way contest we have going there. Yeah, we got. I mean, Riddle and I think there was another team that said that they wanted to contest us launchpad as well. Um, so there's going to be some crazy stuff going on at international scrims. I don't know what's actually going to happen. We Yo, flexed Timmy, a lot. You got the Newcastle. I'll uh, land on them. We I'll, definitely know how to contest party. launchpad yeah. pretty well. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, low key, I just want to contest. I just want our drop spots, like thermal and checkpoint. Your thermal like, one's going to be tough. That's Alliance, right? No, that one's that one's the more free one. Come on. The hell? I love that. Them out before. love that confidence. My new team's yeah. fucking. Low key, I want, I want to contest NRG, but I don't know if they want to, but I want to. I mean, it's only for one. Or group. at checkpoint. Checkpoint. 
I love the thing is, is we have wall for free. Oh, well, we don't have wall. A kick is going there, but I, I'm cool with all those guys, and they'll probably give it to us. But I would be down to tell that as well. I mean, we're going to sort everything in shrooms anyway. Honestly, let's just contest Dark Zero, TSM. You want to go on a tour? Yeah, just in shrooms? Yeah. Just yeah, to build I, up the confidence? I'm down. It, yeah, yeah. It's like one, one of each. You know what I mean? And then we figure out which just one. test the waters. Yeah, which one is more likely to be a Guanon, and we just drop on them randomly. I mean, we'll call it we'll call... speed, speed running last place. Wait, 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll just be like a successful knocked him. Dude, wait, wait, knocked him, but like got hella hate for dropping on everyone and dying. Oh, that was like, crazy. Hey, I think hey, that would have actually worked if that first game didn't DC and completely fucked their strategy up. I think that hey, I don't yeah. think they would have found an insane amount of success, but like I feel like it would have worked better than it did. That's hey, just crazy. You gotta have like contest practice at the POIs. You can't just go blindly because like every POI has like a like a strat to it, like. So yeah. if you know the like basic strats, a lot of it comes down to just knowing those basic strats and jump master diffing. But I mean, if you're going into, into a POI blind, like you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. Well, they didn't go in blind; they practiced, and they they knew that they were going to like have to flex that first well, round. No, they went to yeah, they went to a bunch of ones. I know, um, but first, they, what I'm saying is that what sucks is that first they went to barometer to catch that team off guard, and they won the contest, and then the game yeah the restarted. restart. Mm-hmm. And I mean that just doesn't that just like, the ruins your, yeah that just ruins it all yeah, yeah. I mean uh, that shouldn't be allowed I don't I don't think yeah they should have just paused thing. it they should they should have paused it yeah <laughs> uh, why did they restart it what was I didn't even know that was a thing was man. it command center uh, I think yeah, it was I think the audio it was on one, the one of the games someone didn't even lag out like no one even lagged out I'm pretty sure that and was I that one asking, that's, that's insane lagged. the first game I mean that is just not, like that the is audio completely unacceptable. Bro, I kept asking for reasons. I was like, give us a reason as to why these restarts are happening. Like, if someone's crashing, that's one thing. But, like, I wasn't hearing anything. And we were t- everyone was yeah. typing in the chat about what the crashes were about and or what the restarts were about, and no one was saying they crashed. I mean, it could have been a language thing for all I know, but, I mean, it, it didn't seem like it. It, it, yeah. it felt like it was a command center thing. Well, the thing is, is that once someone dies in the game, if you restart it after that, the entire six game series have be, been competitive like their competitive integrity is completely gone if someone's died and the game gets restarted because you make so many micro decisions throughout a game that 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 one person having another shot at playing the next game completely just changes to the trajectory of all 19 other teams i, I kind of should have fit about that because i mean if restarting a game right away is fine but we were multiple minutes into a game like like we, we were pretty deep in the game we were already rotating to zone and everything yeah that, um, it's just not fair it just isn't it, it, it wasn't be because then you think about getting beacons, not getting beacons, the percentages there, and like how much it actually affects you. Uh, mm-hmm. but, yeah, um, I guess uh, we can kind of talk a little bit about just I, I, all things Apex right now. I think this is one of the biggest things that uh, we we do on this stream is just kind of talk about um, just the state of Apex and kind of where we're at with the game right now. And and everyone usually has you know really positive things to say about the game but if if we were going to look at changes that could be made whether it's uh rank changes or or ways to get more people to play the game because the player base has been falling for a pretty consistent amount amount of time right now um so if we could just get some thoughts from each of you individually about like where your head's at with the game what you think you could or what could happen for it to be more enjoyable for just like you specifically because uh, we have seen a large pull away of of almost every one of the content creators that play apex from from streaming as much as they have been maybe not design he still plays a lot but you know i don't mean to shift the attention off of it at all but i just have a question for you have you ever talked about uh like org stuff on here and are you like you're cool with that yeah i'm totally like org stuff as in like the 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 revenue split and stuff between like the the Uh, like 
we ha- I haven't talked too much about like I only know so much. I know like I mean yeah, you can you can bring up anything you want you know to talk I mean? about and we can, you know, it's, I mean, because it's extremely can... relevant to to like like we've we've just now proved I think for the first time in the developer see that now that without competitive this game is not like going to be as popular as it as it like they believe it would to be because of like console players and and like you see that right like you, the the what was it half a million watching uh, yeah I think it was, was five hundred thousand concurrence somewhere yeah around there. and then and then when we have you know like a million masters we have like twenty thousand people watching it and so it's like apparent now that competitive is what fuels um, people at least watching on Twitch right when you say. I mean, I would say that as a competitor and as someone who's been in the space, yes, I think we drive majority of the traffic to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the, I'm trying to think about this from the other perspective, as like the owners of the game and the people who make the game, you don't want to give that kind of credit. You don't want to like pass that kind of credit off as if that's what it all is. So maybe yeah. there's some well, ego. Well, all that, right? Like, that, of course no, it's not of all course, that. No, of course, no. But I think there might be some ego there that's kind of getting in the way of want, of their wanting to be a, an extremely mutually beneficial relationship. Right, yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's it's always been an ego thing until it's became a numbers thing now. And we see that in the, the, legit, the legit least popular rank split we've had so far that when we have competition during it, it carries the game. You know, and so it's not just an ego thing as much as it is now. Like everyone, it's available for everyone to see, rather than people just being like, "Oh yeah, the competitive scene carries it," but not having anything to back it. I mean, it's really obvious that like the the ranks system is is a uh, like it just keeps people from enjoying the game. Maybe maybe more people enjoy the game. I can't. I don't know if I could interview the other no. million people that are at the highest rank in the video game. Yeah, maybe I'd know. I mean, for me personally, when I, because I mean, I play multiple games and I play multiple rank systems, I do think a rank system matters because, like, I mean, every game is going to have, like, you know, Murphs, cheaters, et cetera, et cetera, which is always the problems of, you know, a rank system. But an actual, like, you know, really good rank system where it feels competitive, it feels like I'm versing somebody who belongs there. And, like, I, like, I want to get better because this guy is better than me in this moment. Like, that fuels a lot of people, and that's really enjoyable. And, like, I think when when it gets too easy, like, it, it makes no sense. Like, the whole point of... Everyone pumps, hit Masters and just stopped. Yeah, look at this yeah. chart, dude. Like, yeah, like everyone yeah. just hit Masters and was like, All Imagine right, that many Radiants well, in Valorant. It, exactly, it's, yeah. it's just not... And, they, and it wouldn't even come close I like, to I like tech's ideas. So let's let's me finish, and then we'll hear some text ideas. Some curious. Yeah, I just think that like it, it, it's so it's so strange, and like you know the whole point of a public match is so you can have fun and you can do versus whatever rank you want. Yes, there'll be some SBMM, but like it's not like every single game is going to feel like a rank match, or every single game is going to feel like a bot lobby. It's going to be a mixture. It's that's the whole point, and. To play rank and it feel like bot lobbies or not people who belong or even close, it, it just starts getting very dull very quickly. And I don't think it's very enjoyable for anybody, um, whether you're at the highest rank or lowest rank. Because it's just like you're cruising through. Yeah, you get like this, you get this badge and, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm the top rank. Cool. That's that's great. But in general, uh, do you really like feel like accomplished when your skill level isn't even close to someone else's who is the same, even though same rank, 
It's just this person is like 10 times better. It just feels like participation trophy um, yeah. style of rank system. I think it is is kind of what we all can agree on. I mean, um, I don't know if you guys are on the same page as me, but I would always be willing to wait a little longer in queue times to match with better players if there was a more rewarding system. I used to do this in Halo 2. I would wait 30, 40 minutes for a match. Like, I, I would never want to wait that long. Again, that's way too long for a match, 30, 40 minutes. But, I mean, I would I would add, like, a five-minute... I would do a five-minute queue, no issues. Because right now, it's just insta queues with master players that have never been past gold in the past. And, I mean, it's just... It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like I'm... Like, I don't get dopamine from playing ranked and, like, dominating rank lobbies like I would if I was playing against other pros during, what, season 13, when it was just, like... You would get hype. You would want a three stack with certain people because you knew it was going to be tough. Um, so I definitely think we're all on the same page. I do think yeah. that the the time limit should be at least uh, for BR, like three to five minutes, you know. And then once it gets past like a five minute, you know, that's too long. And then you just open the flood and fill whatever you can, because like I mean, I I, I wait like ten minutes for a Valorant match. At least a Valorant match is confirmed. 13 rounds, you know what I mean? Unless it's like a full stomp, which is never going to be like that majority of the times. So like three to five minutes for a BR and then getting down, actually playing the game. Yeah, you get stream snipe cheated on, which was the problem back then. But I feel like the cheater situation is, you know, a lot better actually. And maybe the stream sniping situation will still be there. At least like it makes me want to try a lot harder in the next match because I know I have to, like I have a, like a five minute queue waiting right behind it if I insta drop and die. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I have a question. I wonder what you guys think about this. Why is the cheating situation like definitely way better? Is it because there's no point in cheating? It's because there's, it's not hard. We just to got get better in. at hiding it. Oh, well, <laughs> we just yeah. got better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do think it's because like a lot of like the player base can get it now on their own. Why why pay why pay for someone to That's boost? That's what I'm saying. There's just no point yeah. in cheating anymore. Yeah, why yeah. pay for a boost? Why pay for cheating? You would boost for Pred and it's like impossible to do that now with the time, the amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just just pointless now. Yeah. That's, that's Where right now to get masters you just sit in a tree. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. I just got uh, the image of what you were talking about. That like text idea for the rank changes. Yeah. And um, if we if we can pull this up on the stream, I definitely think this is something that we could talk I think about. It keeps this everyone sounds, happy. I just skimmed over it, and it sounds really good. Like you, you have to almost get past the that participation of where, of where it yeah. is. Like diamond shouldn't be matching with like pred players. Like, I I think masters with how many masters players there are, there's enough. So kind of read this. Um. The general easy ranks is in the same. Introduce a challenger queue that requires you to be masters. In the challenger queue, you're subjected to the competitive and harsh rank system from season 13 that we just talked about. Top 750 players in challengers queue will receive the pred badge, while top 100 receive the final boss rank challenger. This could also be like the whole rank reward system that we talked about, where like if you end up in that top 750 or top 100, you receive something from the game just to kind of congratulate you for your accomplishments and putting all that effort in because that's obviously a time commitment. Um, you know. I, I salute him for continuing to put energy into this, but like I, you can't say anything right now to make me believe that like it's the only way to keep people like even like the casuals happy though, because once they put the whole reason that the casuals were pissed when we got that season thirteen rank system was because they had masters before and they're like what what the hell I'm gold three now so like this is like one of the only ways that they would probably yeah. be able to like properly do I, it to make everybody happy. I agree with you, but what I'm saying is that that like I. Can't you can't say anything to make me believe that the 
developers in charge of this aren't tone deaf. Because I mean, like the, this, cutting out. I can't. Oh, I was saying. Out. I was saying that you can't say anything to me to make me believe that the, that the developers in charge of this aren't tone deaf. You can't because like we've like this is not the first season where it's been bad, and like I don't believe it's going to be the last. And like this is an amazing idea, and like people have had plenty of amazing ideas, but they're yeah, never I, implemented. I agree with this completely. They're, so what's the point in wasting energy anymore? And said like I've gotten to the point where I don't complain. I try my hardest to play and keep up with my teammates, so that I feel like that that they believe in my ability to play the game. And like there's, I, I what I'm saying is that I salute him for putting up the the energy to do something like this, but I cannot believe that they aren't just completely tone deaf. They they. There's been so many things that have been like really that could be game changing that that um have been sort of put up on the table but just completely slapped away. What what I really like is like Riot like how Riot Games does a lot of their like playtesting and a lot of their like decision making. Like they have like those devs to be like fair like they're devs at the end of the day, but they were like ex CS:GO pros. These are knowledgeable people who are mechanically good at the game. They can test it out themselves. They can figure out what's wrong and what's what's perfect for the next meta. And they can they can understand it themselves and implement it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like do, Timmy, like, do you but, remember at the beginning of the game where like the developers were like the best players? Like people would scrim against the devs and they were yes. legit the best players in the game. Yes, they, it, yeah, and that's because solid. they were not tone deaf and they were they were one hundred percent like like I, I, I truly think like EA, like if they don't have like these top mechanical Apex players on their side, that's fine. But I truly do think they need to get some people's opinions from like the professional scenes to really like determine the changes because it's like, it's, it, uh, it's one thing to be like, okay, well, I'm going to ask a pro for their opinion. They gave all these ideas. Maybe some of them are fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Like to be fair, I like to, you know, give crazy suggestions, crazy ideas. Like I talk to them too and, you know, they don't do it, which is fine. You know, I understand why they wouldn't do it because I'm, I'm asking for a lot because I want big change. I feel like big change is a good thing because it's like, it allows you to see something that you've never seen before. It's new, it's fresh. And like a, a simple, oh yeah, I'm gonna change like, you know, five damage on this gun, make it have a little bit more recall. It's like, that's not going to make me like love the game like something that's just like a meta shift that is like we've never seen it like mirage is in play now it's like whoa why is this guy in play this guy's been asked for fucking 17 seasons you know what I mean? <laughs> the entirety of the game yeah yeah the entire <laughs> off release you know what i mean so it's like something like that would make me like be like it piques my interest in just releasing a new character like you know like if they spent the time that they did to make a new character to like rework like five characters and instantly just drop it on us we'd be like what are you Whoa. talking about rev reborn's gonna be sick dude come on yeah yeah you know, i mean who knows like that that could be insane i mean but, but it's it's likely to be another useless change that we could have spent plenty of more time fixing things that would genuinely it, make people enjoy the game again is what you're trying to say well i was just I saying that like tough, man. In, instead of making let's say spending that time making a full new map they spend that that time that they spent making a map adjusting five characters that are bad right now and or even good and just yeah, adjusting them and it's like boom instant I mean, drop season season like 18 five things are just like majorly changed people are gonna be like oh i hate this change i love this change you know everyone's gonna hate when their character gets changed you know there's that that guy who's probably 
farming mirage like number one kills in the world like been mastering it since the day uh, the game ever released but like it's it's something that is you know needs to be changed um and i, I do think that they have to like get suggestions from somewhere i think we're all about to get hit with like the you know how like apex had the silent release like nobody knew about it i think we're about yep. to get hit by like apex 2 like that's what they've been doing this whole time surprise let's go just imagine i'd be i'd be so upset i'm not gonna lie if they just launched apex 2 because apex One is be just, it's so Come good on. like the game itself is so good i mean we were, we're seeing an influx of a lot of cod pros well, right now because they're having their odd se- their offseason talk about how much they love this game they never really gave it a chance why i don't get you know that. how um, you know how like the audio that. is weird everyone always complains about I think, it i don't i don't, yeah, I don't get that i've heard that there's like something to do with it being on like unreal engine 3 like they can't go back and like edit this stuff because like you, you like they've lost a lot of the dev team it's different like coding it's, you can't just go in and change other people's coding so like who knows maybe you know maybe maybe if we, if that happens then you get your own you're an insider uh, honestly i wouldn't even mind because like look at it, overwatch overwatch 2 like so much it didn't better really do anything for it though did it is overwatch 2 that much better than overwatch 1 i heard a lot of like mixed reviews i like it i i think it's i actually like at a time when i was doing my overwatch two sponsors like yes there's just they're sponsored and like i'm obviously there to promote it to be a, a good game but like even after i was done with the sponsor i'd be playing with my girlfriend you know off stream play with my friends and we'd just be like i'd be yelling and just like doing random stuff but it was genuinely a better game you know what i mean than in my opinion from what it was uh overwatch one um, the thing they kind of fumbled is they kind of let overwatch die for like a long time before they put out that Overwatch 2. Exactly. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Overwatch 2 was really fun. Yeah. Um, I just don't, I don't, I don't go, going back to like that, uh, all the COD pros like coming over here and having fun. I don't understand that. The game is not fun. <laughs> it's not fun right now. I mean, I, I like, but it's, I just, it's just me solely saying, yeah, it is. I, I get that. Yeah, I get that. Gunplay and sure. movement are top of the line. And if they're not really caring about comp and they're just trying to have a, a decent amount of, of fun in the game, then I can understand that. I mean, if they knew all the problems and they'd been playing since day one, I'm sure they'd be a lot more jaded. But imagine never playing the game and then playing Apex for the first time. Or like, not the first time, but really okay. early on. Like, that love might be there that we don't have because we've been playing for such a long time. So we have such different expectations. Yeah, but I feel like it would have died down by now for them. But because like I'm speaking from my own selfish experience, switching to controller, like definitely the biggest and best thing about that is that you reignite passion. You're learning the game again. And so the most like the the thing that I can relate towards them is that I recently relearned the game and something about that was really exciting, but it only lasted a couple of weeks. So like yeah, when I swapped them- to linear. I had the same feeling. I was like, really? oh, this is new. Yeah. I have, it's like, so I'm new. You're learning I just the game again. my sense, too. It's the same for me. I feel like it's I so streamed fun. eight hours yesterday. It's the first time I've streamed that long in like a year. No, it's uh, sitting there. You're like, seeing the progress every hour, and you're like, yeah, this is sick. I'm like, oh, this is kind of nice. It's kind of nice. Like, yeah, but... it puts things into ignition for sure. Like, you're definitely, you like love the game again. But like, I understand that. I get that. But I just can't imagine playing like, like they're playing pubs all day, every day. I don't have they yeah. even touched rank yet. I, I, yeah, I played. I was playing ranked earlier today with Shotzi actually, and he was just uh, asking okay. a bunch of questions about the game, Ooh, just cool. kind of like learning the game a little bit. But yeah, um, this game is amazing. I I don't think there's another game out there that can fulfill the like passion in this game. You know what I mean? When you are just so locked in, it is amazing. But it's so hard to get locked in, especially like right now, is with how like bad the system is. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Well, it, it's just yeah. like it, it. It makes me angry that like you know we all we all give our like our inputs of like how to make this game better, and it just like takes either so long for it to happen, or it just doesn't happen at all. And it, yeah. it it's pretty just like it's sad because it's like you want to play you because you know that like how high like that feeling will be. It's just it's just not there. See, this game allows for such high outplay potential. Like plays that like, I give you the it. greatest satisfaction. Like yeah. it's there's yeah. nothing like it. To, think, to relate um, it to the, hold up one, one second. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm gonna cut it. you off. But just no, real please. quick before we like veer off, uh, to relate it to this podcast and like why all three of us are on it, right? The uh, literally, what was LCQ yesterday? Was it? It was yesterday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this guy forgot. Right? No, no, no. But to, I, I can't. Jeez. Yeah. But um, LCQ that feeling in that last game for the both of us, it's not like we went out in 20th place and you guys got first. And then we just like, like just scooted by, like we were both in the end game and that was an exciting feeling for both of us. Right. Um, I guess I could see that if like the COD pros and all the people coming to the game are experiencing that type of high off of like pubs or ranked, then I can see it because I experienced that from ranked at one point. Like there was a point in this game where I experienced it from rank, that feeling of winning or that feeling of things being close, you know, that feeling that all three of us had yesterday. Have you played a ranked match since yesterday? I haven't, dude. I, I have. Yeah, it's not. It's, not. it's nothing like that. I didn't even think about it. I was like, dude, there's no way I'll ever be able to match that level. It's like, not right even now. a fraction like, of that. I'm it's still not. riding that high from that match. Like, yeah, no, that that high is just insane. Like it's no other feeling in the world is like it and it's, there's no combination of words in any dictionary that can describe it i it's, mean the, the fact that i'm getting that hype watching is just imagine yeah. being a part of that moment like mm-hmm. and it's, I, I get more nervous watching than i do playing at, at some points just like with all the with everything that was going on there what were you about to say to me I was just saying, I told my girlfriend yesterday, I was like, dude, this has been like the happiest moment of my life. I don't even know if like having a kid would be even better than this. Like this shit Bro. is just, this shit is just too good. Like, no, like you guys know, it's just like such an unreal feeling that like, I've, like, I've, I've done a lot of things in my life. Like I've jumped out of a plane, you know what I mean? And not even that made me like anywhere close to just like being in that situation right there. So, so remember we could, what we were saying in Discord? I was sitting there. I was telling you, like, this is something we are literally going to remember for the rest of our lives. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I'm it's so one of those glad. moments, like, dude. I, I messaged you, design. I messaged you yesterday. I was like, yeah, we're forever bonded because, like, that three v three in the end, like, changed the trajectory of our all of our it's, lives. And you're never going to forget that that was D and O in there, and we're never going to forget that that was you guys. And so, like that, like that was just we'll, so we'll remember man. every every second yeah. of of those every laughs, Peter bullet like, you shot, bro. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, it couldn't have been and, more epic being you guys, you you guys as the last two teams because it never it never works out like that. Like it, ne- it never no, it works doesn't. Out. It doesn't. Yeah. What a no. crazy format too to have it like that too. Like if if we were to lose, then the tourney continues and things could have changed mm-hmm. as well. That would have been wild. Yeah, I, uh, I do think Apex has one of the best formats in terms of of watchability. Like if I'm if I'm a fan watching the system and how the format is like. Playing it, it can get exhausting. It can be a bit much, but as a viewer experience, I I can't think of a, a more enjoyable system to watch uh, to build up hype and momentum. Just because you have the scores in the top, and it kind of keeps you mm-hmm. posted on really what's happening. Yeah. They do a good it, job. It made that. it so much better that you guys didn't know it was us, Lou. Like, yeah, you I guys know. had no because idea. I, I, to, I told my because if you guys knew today. it was us, you guys could have just threw, and it would have been yeah. like, oh, what the fuck? Like everyone viewing would have been like, oh, that's lame. 
Yeah. Like, you guys not knowing it was us and then finding it out after. Because, like, we would have we done it. Like, if, if we knew that you guys were Furia, and we would have just been like, okay, we're second. Let's just give them the win. Let's go to land. Like, let's, let's just close it right now. That's the smartest thing to do, you know? Yeah. You just throw on purpose. But it was and something something about the, the genuine feelings of it all. Exactly. Like, all exactly. of the emotions. You guys not knowing it was true. us. Like, yeah. yeah. It, I, it, made it, I, it made the moment so much. I'm safe. very happy of that. I thought about it yesterday. And I was like, you know, if I did know and I was 100% of it, would I still have tried my best? Because trying my best ultimately in most possibilities was the best thing to do there. But I would be so scared that I would look at the match summary and what ended up being wrong. I was like, yo, let's throw the game, guys. Like it's 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 um, it's what we need if we want the tournament to keep going. Right. And let's yeah. say I was wrong and I looked you at the can't match do the summary. Math that fast. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say I was wrong and I looked in the match summary and my teammates are like, are you fucking serious? You told us to throw. Right. And like, we needed to win that game. <laughs> oh my God. That'd be the like, worst. No. And even if I was 100% certain, I still feel yeah. like there's no scenario in where I call for us to throw. I feel like no uh, matter what, we still so have bad. to give our all. Now, I the comms could have been for different. you to throw on, on live. I don't think that would have gone over very well. I think someone yeah, might have no, caused this scene there. That's what I was there. about to say. If I, I talked to my chat about this today. What what would that look like if I was like, if in that end game, I was like, yo, dupe, Adam, run into fucking zone right now. We need to, we we can't win this. No, like, you, you would, there's a specific rule for that. I know there is okay. not like griefing well, what points if, or griefing another team's points or, or whatever it is or throwing games for right. benefits. So okay, well, then let's say we're not griefing points and we're aware of that rule, right? And I go, guys, we need to run at them. Don't kill them, but just shoot at them and just die real quick. Just run at them. Like, wh- what about that? That's sort of a, a gray line, right? Wouldn't you say? I mean, Possibly, we definitely wouldn't get if it's vocalized. That. If it's vocalized that the goal is to not win, then okay. they're going to get called think, out for it. I think. I think all you could have just said was, "This is dojo." You know what I mean? And yeah. You, you I'm afraid. What if? I mean, we all six players are good. We all have the ability of like outplaying each other, right? Um, if you put us in an arena and we fought a hundred times, like a couple times out of those designs going to one v three, a couple times out of those team, you're going to one v three enemies going to one v three, a couple times out of those, every player on each team is going to one v three. I would be terrified if I was certain that we needed to lose that and I didn't vocalize it. And then like dude pops off and I'm like, shit, what do I do now? Like I could have just told them. You know, I, that's why Dupe's that situation is already down so- to us. You're like, yo, dude, chill out. Yeah, chill like, out, bro. Like, you're going down, a little man. too crazy, bro. Calm down. No, 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 bullets, no, no. You could, you could ghost calm. This guy's just giving a- you miscoms. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, no, he's full health. Don't, don't yeah, push yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> behind you, behind you, behind you. Get another swap over there. Yeah, chill, exactly. Chill, chill, chill. That's what's so interesting about that 3v3, and I don't think that's ever been seen. Um, yeah. There's been stuff like I remember when Kungarna won with when Anmu and them were Kungarna. Remember, I yeah. remember in that game, and this has always been so crazy to me. Anmu explicitly screams, "Don't shoot that team. Let them push. <laughs> it's in our favor. Don't shoot that fucking team." And this team sprinting in the open up a hill, up a hill, and pushing a team that they need to die. And he's screaming, "Let them kill them. Don't push them." I don't think any other game has experienced something like that before. Yeah, because it, it it values them a lot. Like you know, if you were to shoot them, like it's another good example of like there's a duo underneath you, and there's like a trio in a trailer. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you can go wipe the duo underneath you easily, get the two extra HP. But now you have to take this DV three fairly. But why would you want to take this DV three when you could just let them fight each other and just third party it? It's like that same yeah. concept. You know what I mean? It, it makes it makes the situation. It definitely be a lot more controversial in like that top two scenario, though. Like mm-hmm. knowing that you're both making it if you let that team win, like it but would definitely be. It would, it would definitely it would definitely would be like kind of like oh like that's kind of lame lame ending. But like you know, the whole purpose of us 
you know, competing and the whole like, I mean, it's, you can't blame the players, blame the system. You know what I mean like, yeah, we're both we're all trying to get there. You know what I mean? If that's right. what what allows us to both get there, and you exactly. realize that, then that should be it. I would have understood. I mean, it, maybe yeah. you don't even vocalize it. You just go run and die and don't say a freaking word. And then but that's my point. Team. What if my team two v threes? Yeah, exactly. I'm devastated, and especially tell them you're gonna tell them to play your knockdown, and then just don't give it to them. Don't like, give it to him. Yeah, don't, like I don't know. <laughs> She's like, oh, my controller my died. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> something, my bro. Controller unplugged. No, but uh, it's it's interesting because um, what would you guys have done in that situation, Timmy and Design, if if it was the roles were swapped and you and you knew is what you I'm knew. saying, and you knew that we were the team well, that needed to win. I watched both your your POV, uh, fear POV. You guys weren't paying attention at the filthy at all. You guys, uh, this is what guys, I said earlier. You guys was, killed Furia so late in the game. Like, if we were in your position when we killed Furia, I wouldn't leave it up to chance. Like, yeah, like, I, I, we paid, I paid attention to the kill feed at literally every single second, right? Like, I made sure... Balled out? Yeah, you I, see, I, but, okay, I didn't, I didn't watch your point of view of the last game, but was it uh, was it a action-packed game for you guys? Or did you guys um, sit, hold an we, edge the entire we, time? We, we waited... See, we didn't storm, and then we literally uh, came outside Harvester at the very last second, and then we just we ratted a a guy who was holding their back from E8. Okay, that yep. sounds fun. But our, yeah, our... We shuffled that we shuffled everyone in towards you guys from yeah. Monument. So our game was um, fighting the first place team going into that game with no loot, and they had God mod loot, and we knew it was them, so we had to win the fight. Stallions, um, we literally had to win that fight, and that was the fight that if they had won that, they'd be going to land and not us. Dude, that, I watched that whole fight go down. They had every advantage in that. They burned all their utility. You guys didn't have very good armors or loot or anything. I like, think that, you that just came down height. to a confidence that was difference. It. I, I am telling you, I watched that POV. Senox, the way he played that was, was terrible. Was no, 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 no! It was t- the way the way he slid off. It was perfect. No, 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 no. The call to go down was good, but the way he fell down, he was like completely useless. You guys popped off, like you guys won that fight. I no, no. See, this is where your perspective. No, yeah, Lou got beamed. To the I side. didn't do anything. I did yeah, maybe a hundred damage in the fried. fight. Whoever, no, whoever was on the top hill, maybe, maybe I'm getting the the names wrong, but whoever okay, slid I off. Okay, you're talking about me. I Maybe. think you were talking about Lou because Lou got ripped in the side. And I thought they, so, I thought it was done for. I thought that, I yeah. thought they lost the fight. So I can't say that I did this intentionally, but me doing this ultimately won us the fight. I slid into them, died to them all, and all of them had their backs turned to dupe and Adam, and they just killed them for free. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it was you, but yeah, whoever whoever just died. But the call it was to me. Go, yeah. Yeah. The the call to go down was just so perfect that they did that was, not expect that. That, I that was, was like, me. Yeah. Holy that's, fuck. that's what I'm saying. That, I, I'm that not insane. saying. I, I'm not saying that I played that well, but I'm saying. That because cool. of the difference in confidence and the difference in composure between both teams, it's so interesting in Apex. You can almost look at a, a team and the way they're playing, and you can see um, you can see the confidence, or you can even see it's them the be fear skittish. We were talking about, yeah, you can yeah. see the fear in their character models, bro. Exactly. Yes, you. Like I saw that, that in them. You, yeah, I knew that they'd be coming in from that side of zone, and once I known that, and I saw that that was them. I could see that they were scared and that they were scared to choke that game. And so I literally screamed at both my teammates that we need to ape this and we need to win this if we want to win the fucking game. And I literally aped, instantly fell over, and they cleaned up. But I could tell immediately that not only it was them, but that also they were fucking terrified just by looking at their character models. 
I didn't have to hear their comms. I didn't have to see their faces in real life. Literally looking at the in-game character models, I could tell that they were yeah. terrified. And that, uh, that was when the, when they burned all their utility and didn't keep pushing off of that. Yep. I was like, this is the moment that DNO has to capitalize on because you can't let them just reset and do the same no, thing again. Like you, yeah. you can't. They, they have Especially not with our like, loot. We didn't have any loot yeah, at all. You had dude. to fight that. And then you got all the loot and you guys were in prime time. I was like, dude, mm-hmm. if they win this, they could get like, it could be like a 15, 16 kill win if they win this because they're still fighting their way in from edge. Mm-hmm. There are some yeah. other teams around you. So that was, that was really fun to watch. Um, Phony and I were freaking out. And then obviously we saw you two guys, at, at your two teams at the end. So it was, it was pretty epic watching it come down to that. I remember I was thinking, I was like, bro, Dino doesn't lose it, but doesn't know it, but they need to lose this fight. Like it's See- over. And that's that goes back to what Timmy was saying is that we didn't pay attention to the kill feed, dude. That whole game was like, it was an we awesome were, game. That was an we, awesome game to watch. It was like action the entire time. It was adrenaline the entire time. Every single fight was the fight. Our backs were against the wall, and we knew it. So like, I wasn't really worried about looking at the top left of my screen, but more so what was in my crosshair. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, um, but yeah, I think once once we killed Stallions, I I knew that. Uh, it was likely that we qualified as long as we didn't like. There wasn't some atrocious throw between one of us. Yeah, especially if you knew that you killed stallions too. Like they were ahead of you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I knew. Saw, yeah, yeah. You, you heard so, our comms when we that. killed them. Dude's like, let's fucking go, gold prowler. Yeah. It's stallions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we knew immediately that it was them. We didn't have to see the name in the top left. We saw the gold prowler, and that's where they land. It's so interesting yeah. how you can connect those things. I love that. that I, I, I love how like it's so like we all understand it. You just look at a player, you see how they move, and you instantly know if that's a good player or not. Yep. And like, dude, one of the, the most. Yeah. Timmy, I've been one of the most people for years. Uh huh. <laughs> one, one of the most earliest well. and most like recognizable examples of that is Monsoon. I feel like Monsoon with the way he plays, that like, um, I could always tell just by his strafe that it was him. You know what I mean? And then also with like the introduction of different metas and stuff, like. With Gibby meta, you could almost like I could go like five for five if we saw a team like uh, here and then a team there. I could tell who it was off of their skins and the way that they threw a bubble or the way that they bubble fought. You know what I mean? So that's, that's really loadouts. Even just yeah, loadouts, exactly. You just yeah, know. just I mean, like like you said that we should have known it was you guys off of the fucking Peters that you guys had. And the if like, was a man, you would have been like, like yeah, he's the yeah, person that runs be. his weapon. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, the random skin shit doesn't even matter anymore. Like, all of us have been playing this game so long, and we're so veteran that, like, we can understand. What we found those out are, those was, are really like, uh, if you change your character in, like, the other lobby, like, in the main menu. You can inspect. You can inspect in the... In the you, well, you can inspect, but if you go change your character, uh, like, and, like, pull Rev up as the character that you're playing, and then load into the lobby, like, GG. It shows. Yeah. When you inspect, it shows you we're on Revenant. strats out. Ooh, okay. All right, listen, guys. Nobody I, should I, I know though. For, Nobody should know. That's like so stupid. That's cheesy. Point. This went longer than I expected it to. Um, something we do at the very end of the show. Uh, gonna wind it down a little bit. It's just, I just want to get some closing thoughts from from each of you. Uh, this could be something as simple as just you know thanking your fans or, or shouting out some people close to you or just saying anything you want about Apex, whatever it is. Um, but we'll just we'll just go down the line from left to right and kind of I'll let you guys yeah, head off for the night. Um, and just just let you know that we appreciate your time. So let's we'll rock it off with Timmy to start. Yeah, um, I mean, I appreciate you having us on this podcast I've done. Um, very cool podcast that you have going on here. And, uh, you know, I just want to thank, obviously, my teammates. I mean, they they were the only, you know, pro players that actually felt like they gave me a chance. You know, everyone thought I was just shit. And, you know, I'm mechanically there, but, like, just decision-making and it was just not there and they actually gave me that chance to really prove myself and like learn um to get better 
Uh, I obviously want to thank my supporters because they're they you know they're the ride or dies. They're the ones who always root for me, always want to like want to see me succeed. You know, bring me back up whenever I'm down. Um, and you know, even the haters are a, a positive too because with, without the haters, you know, like there's no motivation, there's no drive, there's no passion to prove them wrong. And I think like it really, really, it's a weird, it's a weird balance and being a pro or just being a streamer or just influencer in general. So uh, I think there's like a lot of credit due to like everyone around us uh, in our space. And, you know, um, you know, we should keep going on and living and uh, we'll hop off our land hopefully. So that's pretty much it. Nice. All right, Lou, you're up. Thanks. Thanks in line. Thanks. Um, yeah. I just want I want to thank you for for giving us the opportunity to voice ourselves on this because I feel like with without something like this a lot of really important and cool things in this last LCQ would have gone unsaid and like unseen by like general people who spectate this game. Um and like in relation to that I I suggest everyone who's watching who hasn't seen both of our perspectives Dojo and DNO of that last game to watch it. You'll learn a lot, I can guarantee that. And to understand with uh, the, the understand the format and understand why certain things are important in a match point format, um, it was cool. It's a cool watch. So um, I just shout out to Dupe and Adam for filling in last minute. And Dupe's the goat. Dupe is the fucking goat. <laughs> but yeah, this was cool. This is cool. This is a good podcast. Oh, yeah, good job. Man. All right, Design. What do you got to say? Got to save you for last. You know, Let's hear it. Yeah. Uh... You got a nice little like thing going on around here, like Timmy said, like chill vibes. Really fuck with this podcast. Super <laughs> sick, bro. Uh, I would like to give a shout out to my amazing teammates, enemy, and uh, you know that boy Timmy. He cold on the mouse and key. You know, uh, me and Timmy, uh, like the way that it happened, man. It, it's so cool that we crossed paths at the time in our competitive careers that we did. Uh, the same stuff going on, counted down and out, and uh, picking up enemy. Uh, the stars just align, man, and it's super sick. And I am super thankful for everyone that stuck with me, uh, rebounding and uh, rebuilding myself and climbing back up this hill. So uh, let's uh, let's do it in Timmy fashion and go straight from uh, CC to uh, land winners. You know, if anybody's gonna break a record like that, it's got to be like <laughs> Timmy. You know, I think I think I'm on the right team. So. <laughs> All right. All right, man. I, I thank you guys all for your time. Um, obviously, this is, is big. I, I haven't hosted one of these on my own before, so you guys made it super easy on me. Uh, just a very fun group of people to have here. And if I'm going to say anything, just my own closing thoughts is just thank you to you know you guys. You guys are honestly uh, you know a, a, some of the biggest names in Apex as general from the beginning all the way to now and some of those iconic names. And I couldn't be happier with the, with the people who did make it through this last chance qualifier. Um, and make it to land and then just give a shout out to the production team here at apex after hours who made this super easy on me as well the people who stayed up late at night to watch this podcast i know we started a little late but it is after hours as we made it known and it's uh it's been a, it's been my favorite podcast so far that we've that we've had so thank yeah, you all shout for out the people that watch it when they wake up <laughs> and uh yeah we'll just uh if if people want to know where to find you guys you can find timmy on stream at it's timmy just like it has here uh, Loose Streams and Designful are all where you can find them on Twitch to watch their live streams. If you are looking to go back and watch some of their VODs from the tournament, you got a lot more history with this podcast on uh, on on some of the things that went on behind the scenes so you have some more knowledge. And if you haven't checked it out, you you 
you really must watch. So, uh, yeah, appreciate you guys, and and we'll we'll see We're you next land, time boys. or whatever it is. Yeah, and good luck. Let's at carry land, some boats. But, you know, we're going to Birmingham. All four of us <laughs> going to Birmingham, baby. See you, boys Let's in go. Birmingham. That's fun stuff. Yeah, resort will do. You don't do a little We're gamba. some shots, old man. Let's go. Gamba? Yeah, you already no, know. No, shots? Get it. Shoot. I mean, you see the video of me shotgunning the beer? Oh, I'll, tell, I'll yeah. tell you. Oh, dude, that was nuts. Know. Yeah, was I'll, I'll be right there next to you. I feel like I'm drowning when I tried that. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I was like, I'm back in college, baby. I'm puncturing this, just like going after it. It was a good time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, we are. We're ready to close out here. So, uh, yeah, just thank you guys for your time. And I'm sure if there's another opportunity to have you guys back on, I, I'd I'd love to do that. So that's it. Um, if you that's guys awesome. are looking to, I'm gonna find... be a triple threat. Yeah, Ooh. is that what you got? Yeah, triple threat number three. The I'm first the first three double, feet. huh? I might have to. I don't know. We might need to. I, I want to get dupe on here, bro. I, I would love yes. to talk to you yes. back. I yes. Mean, I think oh my. In terms God. of people, like I tried to get him on. My guy was cracking up. Apparently, he bust his lip open or something. Like didn't want to get oh, on the show. Dude, so he had to use a no. camera. Dupe um, is the best man. You got to get him on. Yeah, amazing. It's a amazing. must. Dupe's vibes are infectious, man. Oh, if no. we get a rogue dupe combo at Birmingham, oh, dude. he's rogue said he might come. That'd be huge. You guys saw all the videos that Rogue would post, right? From uh, Rally. Yeah. One of the funniest things was Rogue shotgunning a beer on the stream for the first time, and I'm the man just gets it all mains. over his whole chest. If you haven't seen, I've searched that up on Twitter and like YouTube before just to find the video to laugh at it because it was. It was straight comedy, so we'll have some redemption arcs. <laughs> There'll definitely okay. be some some good vids from Birmingham. Okay, so all right, I'm just gonna go ahead and go into the the final slate here, um, and just tell everyone that uh, actually, is that how we do this? <laughs> Wait, are we still live? No, we're, we're we're still yeah we're still live. I'm I'm trying to get <laughs> to the, 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 the final slate. No. Of, of what me the hell? You're giving them like background right now? Am I we're in like it? the back room and like. No, this is just the final thing. Um, See yeah, everybody. So